0: Jamestown. Sup. It is a ugly, snowy day in New York City. It's not uh, that ugly. At, at, It's gross. At twelve thirty-nine p.m. October 29th, before it Halloween. It's coming
1: good. It actually looks pretty, 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 pretty Ugh, good. fucking
0: snow. You'll probably get this after Halloween, but for the sake of it, happy Halloween early to anybody who's listening to this. Um, and it won't be early because I just said why. But this is episode 228. Let me make sure I got that right. Yep. Of the Tri Games podcast. After a month of dilly dallying and putting up the recording late because I'm an idiot. Uh, we're recording again, and Edu Buccaneer, we will finally get to your goddamn mailbag response, and we owe you like a cookie for that. But yeah, you know, cookie. we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, I'll just queue it up right here. Um, I should also perhaps tweet that for the first time in years we are recording. Uh, let me pull up my pull up my Chromebird recording with at yeah,
1: and I get a mention
0: because you know. Uh, email Excellent. us, at mailbag at trygames.net. dot net. Yes, bam, because you like the mentions. Yep, mentions are great. It's snowing, which means we sh- we should be indoors playing games. Ideally, or sleeping, I'll, or sleeping uh, while playing games. And I got a lot of enlargement requests of 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 a certain kind in this inbox here. That sounds wonderful. And East Asia Soft has told us that Rainbow Moon is delayed to 2012. That really sucks. I was looking forward to that. Rainbow Moon. Hmm. So let's let's actually get Edgy's question out of the way since we were like a zillion years late on this because apparently he wrote this two months ago and we never saw it. I concur. So let's see. He says, um, actually, isn't that a question? It is a response to something that we asked him. So let's see. Hey guys, sorry for the delay in this response. I hope you can still dig out a little bit of time to talk about this. Yes, there have been plenty of unique games released here, here being Brazil, under sometimes not so official ways. We did get a Nest style console, Nest style being the keywords, console here, which is still sorta around here these days called the Dynavision. It had a slot that fed in Famicom carts, though, and not NES. Most of the carts came in from Paraguay, which is the South American gateway to Chinese counterfeit products. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think we need to go to Paraguay. Um, that's how my grandparents came into finding a 99-in-1 cartridge that was the base of my NES playing as a kid. I never had a DynaVision growing up, though. I had an NES... And very few games since I never had a converter for the Famicom card. So I didn't really get to play any of these <laughs> knockoff ports of 16-bit games on the Nintendo. But I do know about them. I think one of the things that we had mentioned was Street Fighter 2 mm. on the NES. And I swear to God, I saw that running on some hardware in Taiwan when I visited. And I'm just like, what the, what the fuck is this? Like, the hurricane mm-hmm. kick is like two frames. I don't understand. Anyway, we got oh, some... like Street Fighter 1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We also got some crazy repurposing of some Master System games. As you know, Master System was huge over here, and the most popular games were retooled copies of Wonder Boy with characters Mm. from a popular comic book called Monica's Gang and even characters from a Mexican comedy show that somehow saw a lot of fame here called Chavez and Chapolin. I I probably totally mispronounced that. I apologize, Mexico. Sounds like
1: Super Mario 2.
0: Oh, ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Doki Doki Panic Not. I filled some of the Giant Bomb articles on those games, so if you search Monica, you can find some info if you'd like. These games saw official sanction of Sega through their s- local distributor Tech Toy. The other knockoffs did not. The only one of these knockoffs I really played was Street Fighter 2. There we go. And it was terrible. On a super knockoff Famiclone built-in into an N64 controller called Gun Boy, which I still own. I think I heard about that. Hmm. Uh, like I mentioned, my childhood NES playing consisted of that 99-in-1 cart. And while watching the show, Game Center CX, I'm reminded how great that cart was since it had a lot of what they showcased in those videos. Sad, sad that that cart was lost somehow. I haven't been able to talk to my grandmother about it. Maybe it's tucked away somewhere. If I do recover it, I'll be sure to show it to you somehow, YouTube videos. Thanks for reading this. So, Street Fighter 2, and I think... um. I think there was like a ROM floating out there of uh, the the one that we've always made fun of, Somari, which is basically Sonic with, oh. a Mar- w- with the Mario sprite. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I feel like that's not uh, a ROM hack as much as it is like a bootleg game that was dumped into a ROM. It's kind of
1: both, I guess. I don't really want to put it that way. I mean, it's a bootleg game based off of a ROM that was hacked
0: that that does not endorse piracy, yeah, so I mean, like I looked at that thing, and you know to to me it's like I don't know i I feel like no one would have made a game like Sonic on the on the n e s for someone to modify and put Mario's face on it like i i I honestly uh, think it's like a some so. bootlegger who created a pirated game for <laughs> for like a a pirate system and then somehow it found its way into it. I don't know, there's the also cards I've
1: never seen it, well, not that I would, but like. You know they sometimes have those like bootleg systems in the mall and stuff, and yeah, playing, like Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Yeah, like, wouldn't you think that they would just be that that uh, flagrant and like do some? Mario?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's, that that that's or a good Super point. Super
1: Mario World Four or something like that. I yeah, what they
0: called it. What was it? What was that game? The uh, the Sisters that was basically a complete ripoff of Mario. Um, Super Something a, Sisters or a real game? Yeah. It came out on like PC or something. I don't know. I like the Gianni play. sisters, Gianni sisters or something. Never played it. It's
1: <laughs> like, basically a uh, Italian named sisters.
0: Yeah, I, I, I gotta look this up now to see if it actually because I feel like somehow they released it on some platform that was official. Uh, Gianni sister. No. Yeah, it's
1: gonna bring a whole bunch of girls.
0: Giant. No, I was I was looking on Giant Bum. Uh, oh, okay, good. I was gonna say. Okay, it, so it's not know, an official. Porno. Uh, Gianni Sisters, Mario Clone. Let's see. G- great Gianna Sisters. Mm. That's what it was. Which is just oh, stupid oh, ca- names. Dude, it came out on the DS. <coughs> the Are you fuck? kidding me? Hold up. Hold up. <laughs> great Gianna Sisters. The Great Gianna Sisters. Let's see. <coughs> oh, my God. Look, you got to see this box art. Oh Okay, never mind. Never mind. I'm sorry. It came out for Amiga... Amstrad CPC, Atari ST, Commodore 64, and iPhone. Mm. I, here, here, where is this? Oh God! Gianna Sisters. The box art is classic. It's like it's like the Mega Man remake box arts. Oh damn! And like, look and at she's like doing the disco. Alive. The disco, and her boobs are pointy. Pointing but, down. But like, l- look at the look at the second screenshot. It's like an well yeah it's pretty much almost an exact clone of two one except they have more coins there, yeah that's really and,
1: funny. And, um,
0: yeah <laughs> this this is really shitty designer eighty seven classic <laughs> well, I remember um back in high school the you know, the computers in the library had this like Mario clone, and it it was almost the same exact sprites um maybe sans Mario himself, but, like, the bricks, the coins, they all looked like very faithful reproductions on the PC, and I can't remember <laughs> if that game was, like, they just blatantly just called it Mario Brothers, but somehow it found its way onto onto our high school library computers, and I have no idea how.
1: What, um, oh, if it's high school, then it wasn't, like, um, it, Commodore.
0: It was, like, IBM PC, combat, like uh. that, you know, that... That shit. And I
1: played a, a. I don't know if it was a Mario clone or if it was a Mario game in and of itself, but it looked like Super Mario Brothers just with different level layouts on Commodore Conver- yeah. 64.
0: So free Super Mario clones for PC. Um, <laughs> Mario Forever Galaxy, Mario Worlds. Uh, this was like really, really like like old school. It wasn't like it didn't go as far as Mario World in terms of like the graphics. It was just totally like I don't know. But but the thing is, he had the, I I believe he had the blue overalls, not the brown ones. Mm. I mean, not the blue, the blue, sh- the blue red get up, not the brown red get up, <laughs> the blue red yes, get up yes. that we all know him to have, so, um, but yes, bootleg games, uh, there's Kart Fighter, which I have no idea how that's like a thing, and then I feel like I, I also have seen a King of Fighters NES game. Really? I, I should say a King of Fighters bootleg Famicom game. Um, oh gosh. And that's where the internet comes into play, YouTube which on uh, my brand spanking new wireless N-Router should come up fast. Uh, what was I looking for? King of Fighters. King of... How's wow. that for short-term memory? And I didn't drink yesterday either. Uh, Fighters, NES. <laughs> Weird pirated games, King of Fighters 97 for the NES. Was uh, there never a
1: King of Fighters 97
0: or... I don't know. Let's see. What is this? What does this look like? Okay. So, yeah, selecting the fighters. i got to show this to you. I don't even know if it's any good or if it's any fun to watch. This guy's just selecting. And, and somehow Rosie O'Donnell is, oh, my God, these sprites are, gen- are somehow big. Oh. And it's going super fast.
1: Currently, I'm looking at an ad for Hell on Wheels, which <laughs> airs on AMC November 6th at 10 p.m. Why do I know this? Because I work for AMC. <laughs> what was that again? What's the airtime? Where can we catch it? November 6th, 10 p.m. on AMC. How long okay. It's got common in it.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. This game doesn't have common in it. This looks like really poorly done. Like it's going super fast and they're jumping across the screen like there's a f- there's like huge frame skip. It's like really it's bad. Got good music. And appara- <coughs> Let me hear this music. <coughs> oh, it's not bad. <coughs> and apparently, well, like, this, apparently is this is 97, alive. but 96 also exists. So <coughs> let's see what that is.
1: Oh yeah, it's got like uh, <laughs> violent
0: fighting to come again is the first thing that pops up on the screen.
1: <laughs> God, wow! This game actually runs pretty fast, although the sprites skip. Yeah, that's locations. what I was saying. It's
0: like super fast, and this uh, this looks ninety six looks more like the speed of a King of Fighters game, and looks somehow more playable.
1: <laughs> There's a comment on this says this should be named King of Pirates
0: ninety seven. <laughs> but um. Um is the- a
1: super contra two NES game. What? Yeah. Pokemon no. Silver NES. How do people have time to create these games? <laughs> and then make YouTube videos of themselves playing it. Well I apparently King of Fighters was actually bought off of eBay in one day.
0: That's funny. So King of Fighters ninety six looks infinitely more playable than King of Fighters ninety seven wow. on the NES.
1: King of Fighters ninety six looks much better. Yeah, than- right? Like, why?
0: Here's another I mean, one. Weird weird Pirate Game Super Mario 16 for NES. What? Excuse me? Mario 16.
1: I wonder if there were 15 Marios just in general before.
0: <laughs> oh, it's a hack of Joe and Mac.
1: Oh, man. Caveman Ninja.
0: Oh, that's not fun. That's not a bootleg yeah. original game at all. That's just a ROM hack. Close. All right. I'm done. And we have an email for... Get bigger with free trial sample. Subject, 100 hottest babes on the planet. I'm going to close that too. Secretly keeping it open and taking down the phone number. Wait, what? Um,
1: mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat 5 for NES. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Oh my god. Copyright
0: 1998.
1: Hosek of USA Co. Limited. Hosek? Yeah, H O S D K H. Hosek.
0: Oh god, so it's been... <laughs> Quite a bit since we last recorded, and in that time, Al, I assume you've been playing a video game or two? Quite a few, actually. Maybe. What have you been Oh, playing?
1: God, this game is crap. I'm turning it off.
0: What? Super Mario 16?
1: No, Mar- Mortal Kombat 5. Oh. Kombat Trilogy. Oh. Um,
0: On NES.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, I guess I'll start with what I finished. <clears throat> I finished Persona. Whoa. I uh, think I spent about 53 hours or something. I've had, like, the last two weeks of playing was just grinding in the final area so that I could um, be able to beat the boss. Because I, um, I was curious because I, I really didn't want to go to the final boss and then get, like, absolutely what-the-fuck-pwned mm-hmm. with no chance to survive, make my time. So, I just kind of like looked at some stuff about the final boss, and one person was like, Oh, you must be at least level 55 and be ready for an hour long fight. (laughs) And if you're not 55 or 60 recommended, then expect to be taking one off of uh, the final boss until it dies. One? (laughs) Yeah. And uh, then that made me think of Vagrant Story, uh, where I actually did fight the boss and take off one One. with the standard hit. and then I beat him.
0: I still need to play that goddamn game.
1: Yeah, it's a good game.
0: Is it on um is it on any um service? Um Like did it come out on PSN?
1: I think it did actually.
0: Okay. Cause I would like to I would like to provision that if I haven't already. So, I got to take a look at I would take a look at my PlayStation library games on my PC, but my PC is dead. Oh so i so I, I guess i can ch- always check on um psn though cuz i do have a playstation 3 that isn't dead so um anyway so you finished that mm-hmm. and uh, do you feel fulfilled uh
1: yeah i the weird thing about persona i think is that <clears throat> it doesn't have that emotionally gripping story that i felt like um you know I, like if i finish like a final fantasy game sometimes i get that separation Kind of depression where yeah, oh man, I'm not. Gonna you see miss the characters, characters yeah. yeah, I didn't feel like that at all, but um, I was very happy to have finished the game, uh oh, to finish what I was saying before, um uh, I looked on another site that actually listed like the final boss's um h p mm-hmm. and <clears throat> they said the final boss's h p there, there are two stages of the final boss There's, like the basic one, and then there's the final final boss that happens right after.
0: A JRPG boss that morphs.
1: Wow. Um, And the final, final boss has two phases that switches between, but it's still the same boss. Um, The main, the first phase is like 8,564 HP, and the final, final is like 15,006-something or other. And um, the level of the boss is like 99. And I'm like, oh, great. And I'm really going to be there forever if I'm taking one off every hit that I take. But then I actually went to fight the boss and it was much more different. I, I was actually doing damage, but still it was like, you know, the most damage I would do on an attack was like 250. And then I could mess up and heal the boss because the two phases, one phase was absorb attacks and uh, weak to, not absorb attacks, but resisted attacks, physical attacks, and was weak to magic. And the other one was absorbed magic and weak to physical attacks. So it could change, it goes twice per turn, and if your slower people were cued to do magic when it was weak to magic, and it switches to being absorbed to magic, in then the you're fucked. Turn, then you wind up attacking it for
0: heals. Right.
1: Uh, so I kind of did that a couple times too, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Forget this. My slower That's, that's kind of like attack.
0: that's kind of like Rubicant, right? Where when he when he like uncloaks. Or, like, when he cloaks, he absorbs absorbs the ice, which is totally fucked. Because he's like, he's a a fire dude! uh."
1: He absorbs ice. Yeah, and then you cast fire on him and he heals you.
0: Like, at the very least, you'd expect it to, like, cut the damage down by half and not absorb it. And you're like, what?
1: Completely throw you. Um, So, I'm looking forward to playing Persona 2. I'm not doing that right now because I'm trying to play other games, which isn't really working, (laughs) as I'll explain. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, I tweeted that I, I truly am an Atlas Faithful looking at my backlog and my currently playing games. Holy shit. Y- you, you wouldn't believe. All right. I was playing Catherine. I haven't played it in a while. Curiosity. I'm playing Demon Souls. Oh, shit. I finished Persona. Um, I'm waiting a bit to play Hexus Force. And then I have Knights in the Nightmare. Uh, oh, my God. I have that, thing. too. Ugh. Yeah, Knights and Nightmare is a trip. Um... I have Half-Minute Hero that I'm kind of finished with, but...
0: Yeah, I was going to say, you put a lot of time into that before.
1: Yeah, I had finished um, Hero Hero, uh, yeah, Hero yeah 30, but there's much more to it. There's, like, you know, the princess game, which is like oh. a top-down shooter. And then there's the Evil Lord, which is what I was in the middle of. And Evil Lord is, like, a real-time strategy. And it's it's really fun, and I'm kind of waiting for... Uh, that that PSP, so that I could play it off the disc because uh, I don't like the hitch when, you know, I have it all, off of my uh, memory stick. Right. Which it, it the same thing happens for Persona too, but I managed to get through Persona and there was also like video audio sync for the FMVs, but I didn't care about that.
0: Right. Now refresh my memory real quick before you go on. Persona two, I know here we we only got Eternal Punishment and we didn't get the other one. So, the mm-hmm. one that's coming out for PSP is both?
1: It already came out, and it's just in its instant.
0: Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. Glug, glug. Uh, yes. Is the there tea. any vodka and honey in that tea?
1: No, neither. I'm fail. To treat my post nasal drip here.
0: Ah, fail. Succeed.
1: Um, to continue with my list of Atlas games uh, would be a lesson of futility. But um, I did try the uh, Curse Crusade demo because I was interested in that before I played the demo and the combat is just really clunky. If if the combat was better, then um I think that it would be uh, a much better game. Uh that would be Curse of Crusade. Right. Um I was playing the demo and like the game looks good. Although it does run in thirty frames a second. Uh it does have very fresh textures and stuff like that and uh the voice acting is okay. Like this is it? You know, it takes place in the Crusades, and you play as like you know a Templar. But your voice is—it's like your character's voice sounds like uh, he's like a superhero or like an, almost like an anime character or something like that. And then they have this um, Spanish mercenary who is like your teammate, and that's where the co-op comes in because one person plays get, plays with the Spanish mercenary, and the other one plays with the Templar. Mm. And the Spanish guy sounds like Inigo Montoya. And um, the the combat is, is, is so depressing. Like, it's almost it's like... depressing. It is, because when you attack, when you press the attack button, like... Well, first off, the demo is poor in and of itself. It doesn't actually tell you how to play in a proper fashion. Like, I think it does tell you how to play, but there are these, like, little things that come off the shim of the screen on the left, and they give you tips Mm. and i think that like as you get stuff it tells you how to use like how to use or like oh i uh, press uh, if you're playing xbox press the b button to uh break the opponent's guard press r trigger to um to block and it doesn't tell you what the x and y buttons do it looks like the x and y buttons do the same thing but i think they do different things but i'm not really sure Mm-hmm uh they both attack but i don't know what they do in particular and then there's like they say it's like 90 something combos but when you press the button and say you want to make a combo or time out a combo there's no timing if you try and press a, a like the second attack button uh right after the attack animation mm-hmm. nothing happens so you're restricted to just button mashing because you oh, don't know it's, it's, when the it, timing is. And
0: you and you might as well be just buffering everything because you have no idea what's happening.
1: Right. Ugh. And they have a combo system where like as you attack guys, you um a combo meter goes up and it keeps giving you these like titles which is really funny it's like combo 5 you get like crusader it says crusader <laughs> and then combo 10 it says like um warrior and combo 15 is like knight and combo 20 is like templar and then combo 25 was just like it, it they keep making it like more and more regal I'm like wow really a king is like a killer and it's like warlord well okay, there was king
0: guess. combo <laughs>
1: But they they like and then they tell you like oh I think twenty five or thirty is like champion and I'm like okay I can understand that but then you have like knight and they have knight over uh like Templar or something knight over it, fart I don't even know but um the idea of the game is really cool it was like you know it's a it's a Crusades game and you're dealing with you know regular like Crusade stuff and swords and shields and. Crossbows and arrows and all that old school shit, and a plague, and then all of a sudden, like this curse turns like whoever's affected by the curse into these like flaming demons, not flaming as in homosexual, but like <laughs> I was fire. not thinking that. But thank you for that
0: clarification.
1: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and. <laughs> And then, you know, like, the, the Spanish dude in the in the demo, he, he's completely, like, thrown off by it. It's like, oh, no, the Nightmare again. And then the, the Templar is like, don't you worry. It may be a nightmare, but it's ah, – I forget what he said. But it, it was very bland in his voice acting. And then they don't actually continue they don't let you fight in demon form. But uh, they end the demo right there. The demo's like <laughs> – 10 minutes long 700 megs 10 minutes long i played on both the 360 and ps3 to see if there was you know one better than the other and ps3 kind of looks sharper but they both play the same and i know it's a budget game like they decided to have it come out budget i guess because they guys at atlas were playing the game and they're like dude this is not a 50 60 game so i think they're charging 40 (laughs) for it but because of the co-op I would get it, but I know there's no one I know that was gonna that's gonna get it. So fuck it. <laughs> um, so that's that's that that's a game that I played, but I didn't really play. I also uh, played a demo of Sonic Generations, which I'm interested in getting. Uh, the demo of that shows uh, Green Hill Zone from the perspective of classic Sonic and the perspective of modern Sonic. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked both. Uh the Green Hill Zone from the Classic Sonic was your regular Sonic and it was fast and it was very detailed, like the graphics were really good, but they were moving very quickly. Um and it was much better than like Sonic Four. Much more mm-hmm. enjoyable and, you know, enjoying the, the just the thrill of the speed and uh the music was the music from Sonic One. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh I although I I don't know if they intend on using like the original Sonic graphics. I mean they probably are like in the main game, but in a demo it looked like you were playing modern modern Sonic, not the short fat Sonic. Right. But the tall skinny Sonic. Uh then the uh Green Hill Zone Act Two was more of a Sonic Adventureish kind of uh version of Green Hill Zone with, you know, a more uh contemporary version of the Green Hill song from uh, Sonic 1 with instruments, real instruments, and a change in the, the pacing of the song. And it, it was like more up rock type of thing. And it was lightning fast. It was in- insane. Like I guess Sonic Colors might be a uh, comparison to how that game goes. But you're like zooming through like, you know, ludicrous speed in first person behind Sonic's back. and I love Spaceballs.
0: Dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't not think of that whenever I hear the word ludicrous.
1: Hey, that's the best reason why I said it. And mm. you know, I love Princess Bride, and that's what I think of when I say inconceivable. And so does Twitter. Say inconceivable on Twitter and see what happens. Anyway, um, you are you know, modern Sonic running through Green Hill, and half of it is like in first for not first person, but behind a back third person, and like the other part of it is in side scrolling. So you get that combination of uh, those things, and then you get all the features of the modern Sonic games. Like um, <clears throat> you get a slide, so you can slide under low, um, you know, low openings, and you have the that that shit that you do when you jump in the air and you zoom in on the character you're homing on the enemies, and you can keep on bouncing off the enemies. That
0: like homing like t- ball thing.
1: Yes. You have that with modern sonic, you don't have that with classic sonic, of course, right um and you get a boost which uh in it happens in both modes, but when you're running and you hold square well you not square, but um the uh <laughs> I played it on p s three so <laughs> that's why I said square but um the uh when you press that button. You get covered by this, like, sonic boom force field, and you destroy enemies as you're running. So it kind of gives you an easier time of just, oh, I just feel like blasting through this level right now, and I don't want to get hit. Uh, so you hold a button, and it uses a, a a bar that recharges when you get coin- rings and um, attack enemies.
0: Hold that thought just for a quick second, because I I stumbled onto the Atlas site. Okay, so you were talking about Rings and Sonic. And (laughs) there's a poll here for the Cursed Crusade. You've just found that you have the Templar's curse and have seen the cursed world for the first time. What are you thinking? Maybe committing that one vile sin wasn't the best idea? (laughs) Or, I must find a way to redeem my soul. Or, I'm loving these horns. Or, (laughs) make the horrors stop. Or, wow, the world's really gone to hell. Or everything must burn, and I'm very upset that they don't have, like, an option for why the fuck did I download this demo?
1: Oh, shit. Well, this must not be talking about the demo. Oh, oh wait. Is it, is it talking about the demo, or is it talking about the game? And like, It's just a poll.
0: Who... It's just a poll. Like, it, it has th- nothing to do with the actual, like, oh, this is something... For... It's just a silly poll that's up there. You know? It's got it's, a
1: lot of options, too. It,
0: it's, as if, it's as if they had... It's as if Capcom had a poll... And was like, you just woke up and found out that you were Ryu. What super move do you do first? <laughs> uh, Shinku Hadouken. Uh, Shinku Tatsumaki Maki Uh, I can't pronounce Shin- these moves. You
1: yuken wait. That's uh, not Shin Shinshoryuken,
0: or or, or or the 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 elec- the electric shoryuken. No, the electric hadouken from Street Fighter Three. And then the last option would be like, I don't know how to pronounce these moves or something like that. <laughs> that that's all A this is punch. like. Like it's not like if Street Fighter three came out for downloadable platforms, what characters do you want to see? No, it's just like yeah, it's, it's like, just like what yo, what's like up, dude? <laughs> it's like yo, we're it's, Atlas. We can good we could morning. Put,
1: what would you like for breakfast? <laughs> we Pancakes, could put any pole we
0: fucking want because <laughs> you're gonna buy our games no matter what. Even if we print two copies of them. In fact, that's why you're gonna buy our games because we only print two copies. Mm-hmm. What would you like with your coffee?
1: Um, um half and half, cream, sugar, devil's sugar, summoner? and cream.
0: Catherine, <laughs> I'd like some Catherine in my coffee. Hey, heyo. Yeah, I am. heyo, Hi-o. heyo, heyo. Uh, okay, so Rings and Sonic.
1: Yes. Um, so I was I was thoroughly pleased with both of those modes in the demo, and that, I I would like to get it. But then I found out that they're actually coming out with a 3ds version, and I might want to get the 3ds version depending right. on what it looks like or how it plays and whatnot, or how it hurts my finger. Um, <laughs>
0: Oh, geez, that, that D-pad. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. It's oh, pain. my God.
1: Uh, Let's see. I am going to segue, I think. Why not? Let's segue <gasps> onto the 3DS. Um, I played through Star Fox 64. Yes, sir. And one thing's for sure, I stuck at Star Fox. But I <laughs> did finish um, one tour of duty. Because you know how there's multiple paths in Star Fox. Um, yes. <clears throat> I finished probably, like, the shit path. <laughs> because y you, you know, some of the paths just are secret and some of the paths are um they're accessible like if you do well and you accomplish a mission as opposed to complete the mission. There's um uh you know, missions like um uh I forget what the name of the the planet is. But there's a planet with a base and you're flying around the base and all of a sudden Star Wolf comes out of nowhere, uh Grey Fox and not Grey Fox. <laughs> I was like What <laughs> I was like, gray. when when did this turn into Metal Gear? I, I, oh, I guess it's. I think it's, it's Colonel. Star-wolf, not great, Colonel. Fox. What
0: are furries doing in my game?
1: <laughs> gray Fox. Anyway, Is this a furries convention. I, 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 he's gray burr. and he's a freaking fox. <laughs> but well, he's I guess he's not a fox. it's a wolf. But anyway, Star Wolf and his fucking cronies <laughs> come out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure it's Star Wolf, and that's not the name of the big ship that they fly on. But they challenge you, and you have to defeat them. In order to save the the um the core because the core is like a, got a bomb on it and if the bomb <clears throat> if the timer runs out the bomb explodes on a planet you have to leave and oh mission is complete if but it's not accomplished bomb. so then that takes you to another part of the level but if you were actually to save a planet <clears throat> it would take you to another level <clears throat> um so yeah I got the like you know the super shit ending where Andros laughs at you and. <laughs> I haven't really played it since because you know I suck at the game, but I, I do enjoy it. The graphics are good, and it's it, it it's a really good game. Especially playing three D is very comfortable to play in three D.
0: Right. I remember you mentioning that it, it seems like they actually like they did a good job with making it like okay, this makes sense. Well, not necessarily that they did a good job with it, but the nature of the game lends itself to being enhanced by three D as opposed to something else like Zelda, where it's nice but it doesn't really pop. Right,
1: and Zelda does pop, but Star as much, not as much as uh, yeah. And I, I I would be guessing just because of the, um, because of the videos of it uh, that Kid Icarus is really gonna pop, and I'm hoping you know, since it's being delayed, that it's going to look even better than it does now. I'm really looking forward to that game. Uh,
0: When does it release again?
1: I think it's coming out TBA. (laughs) <laughs> Great, thanks. Because it was supposed to come out like by the end of the year. Um, let's see. Uh, not that any of these sites have uh, reliable data, but we'll see when it comes out. <clears throat> so um, I also have been playing some Game Boy games. I played... <clears throat> Damn. That freaking phlegm sucks. Phlegm. Flag um Flag him. Flag. Uh, I played... That Mario game, Super Mario World Land Two, six golden coins. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah, I finished the Tree World just one day at work. I'm like, oh, let me go finish this Tree World before this episode ends, and I did. Haha. <laughs> tree World, and um, just the
0: Tree World. Oh, the, with like the little honey pots, honey, the honey spots, I should say.
1: Um, I don't remember any honey spots in that level.
0: <laughs> well, there, it, it's like, it, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so I don't know if you're actually in a tree. It's more, I think, more like you're in a honeycomb or 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 a beehive or something like that. In like. In w- while you're platforming, like there are these little droplets of honey that just kind of sit in the air, and they oh. slow you, they slow your descent. So you're supposed to like hop into the honey and then keep on pressing A to to float yourself up to the top. To oh, that's to what next that thing. is. That's what I always thought it was because there were bees in that level. So I'm like, okay, or syrup uh, or something.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was just like lumps of stuff that makes you slow. <laughs> <laughs> just... um, yeah. So that that's it's good to know. <laughs> Kidokers Uprising is TVA 2012.
0: Okay. Thanks, Nintendo. Um,
1: yeah, thanks a lot, Nintendo. Uh yeah, and I play Gargoyle's Quest. Uh, I play that game pretty much <clears throat> a little bit every other day or so because uh it's fun to play.
0: And I like it. you know what's funny about that is the first time that I ever seen that game was uh was in like a Macy's. Where the toy department had like a Game Boy out just like on display, and I still what love I, those. Yeah, what I saw was the was the RPG element, um, and I was like, trying, and This is when I was a kid, right? And I didn't really get it, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this fucking sucks. <laughs> and then I saw it the next time a, a friend had owned it, and we were playing the platforming sessions, and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. But I had never touched anything Demon, uh, anything Gargoyles Quest again until uh, Demon's Crest on SNES. Mm. And I was like, this this is kind of fantastic. And then I like I-, I download this and I'm like, oh well, you know, now I'll finally play it for real. And I go back down right. to this and I play it, and I'm just like, this doesn't <coughs> feel very like it didn't feel very good. And I kind of felt upset because I was expecting it to play like Demon's Crest, which I totally shouldn't have. And I'm like, I kind of don't want to play this anymore after like after getting hit twice and like. I don't know. There's, there's oh, it's like <clears throat>
1: 2 HP, 3 HP?
0: Well, well, that and just that whole Game Boy quality like animation. Like, very few Game Boy games manage to play well unless they are very like... For example, the Mega Man games on Game Boy. Like, I'm probably going to boot that up and be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> like, I, 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 I was an idiot and I bought it. Ah. And, I, and I thought about it. I'm like, why did... Why did I. T- why? Why? Mm-hmm. I. D- Dabu. Um, d- <laughs> Dabu. Dabu. Um, Dabu. I'm sorry. What were you saying? You were talking about Gargoyle's Quest and something else?
1: Oh, no. I was going to move on because I said I like that game a lot. <coughs> um, now I'm going to talk about a game that just started that you're going to be like, why? And why? I'm say, because I like it for some odd ass reason. I'm playing another Atlas game on my DS. This one is called Deep Labyrinth. Now see I won't ask why, because <laughs> the reason
0: why I was playing it was because I had spent money on it and I had to play it. Right. And, and then I sold it back.
1: When I wrote on, on on my backlog, my backlog goal was try it and see if you like it. Now my goal is to finish the first chapter, which is, you know, the whole first game. And <sighs> I don't know why I like this game, but I do. It's really got, it's got really shitty controls. It's got a really shitty frame rate because they do, predominantly they do 3D on both screens, so it's like, what, uh, yeah. 30 frames per second alternating, and it's like very flickery almost. And, you know, I'm playing on 3DS, so I'm using a circle pad, and a circle pad, like, makes me walk like I'm drunk. Uh-huh. And,.
0: Like, left, right, left, right. Yeah, left I'm always
1: trying to orient myself, and then the strafing feature sucks, which means that, like, you can't pinpoint, like, you can't accurately target your enemies when you're doing spells, because if you, like, try and nudge over to the left or the right, then you usually wind up strafing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the magic system with the uh, real-time action is a little clunky.
0: Yeah, like it, I felt that that wasn't accurate. Whenever I tried to cast a spell, I had to do it like two or three times.
1: Oh, casting the spell, standing still, and knowing what you're doing is always, for me, a first-time thing. But if I'm, like, fighting a boss and I need to heal, I'm going to have to use the item. Because there's no way I'm getting that heal spell off while trying to strafe the enemy or circle strafe the enemy and not get hit and die. It's, I've tried it way too many times. It doesn't work. So what I usually try and do is I try and beat the boss before it beats me. <laughs> because blocking with well, your shield doesn't really isn't do that,
0: much. Oh, okay, I thought you meant like, because I, I took that literally to mean like, well, what I try to do is like, not die. And it's like, uh, yeah, are you supposed to not die? But you, you mean like, not defend, just hack away.
1: Yeah, like, essentially, what it seems like in the game is that every time you hit an enemy, or well, most of the time you hit an enemy, they produce a I'm hurt animation. And that interrupts their attack animation. So if you hit an enemy while they're trying to swing, they don't yeah. swing on you. Right. So that, I usually time my attacks. Like if I'm fighting a knight, every time he, swings, he raises his sword, my sword is coming down. Yeah. Then there's this, like, dragonfly that hits you for either life or oh, magic. Oh, God, that fucking thing. And oh, it poisons uh, you. Uh, no, 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 not that one. Oh. It's another one, like, later on. I, I was, I'm actually, like, on B1. I don't know if you ever made it to B1.
0: I don't remember. I kind of don't care. Well, I just thought of something that describes what I thought you were talking about when you said I try to beat it before he beats me. Uh-huh. Like this is Charles Barkley when he was still playing basketball, and an interviewer asked him, "What is your strategy going to be for beating this team?" And he was like, "Score more points than they do." It was like, "No shit." Yeah. <laughs> but obviously, he said he said it snarkily. He was like, "Score more points than they do." Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think? Um, yeah. But okay, B one.
1: Uh yeah, B I thought B one was going to like be short. I've been on B one all week. Um there's just like so many rooms and stuff and now I'm in a this area where there's warp zones and they tell you, Oh, this warp zone on the right is blue and it's a stable warp zone. It'll always take you to the same place. This orange one is an unstable warp zone and it will mm. take you somewhere you'll never know. And part Uh-oh, of the fun that's is, not, not fair. Knowing. Yeah. No. And, no. And, they, and then they say there are some places that you can only get to with an unstable warp zone. So why not try it? No. You know what I do. I continue going on to that level. I don't even bother with the warp zones, and I went and saved. I think that that's what? where the level ends anyway. So. <laughs> well,
0: thank you, sir, for playing this because I won't.
1: Yeah, I know, I'm I'm actually gonna go through it and I, I'm oh. almost I'm almost tempted to do the more mature difficult more mature and more difficult second chapter. Mm. Um I I wanted to start on it but I kinda wanted to play the first chapter and, and feel I'm just a light-hearted looking for my dog and my parents who are fighting because they're getting a divorce and I don't really know what divorce is, so I'm just gonna say they're not talking much.
0: It's, it's like it's like the shitty version of Blaster Master. I'm, I'm trying to find my frog. Yeah, but And the thing like is- I got a motorbike and a helmet now to find my frog. Yeah, oh, I'm but just but trying to find my dog. I got a sword and helmet and I no, fight no, no. dragonflies and magic.
1: See, now I know you haven't played
0: it much. <laughs> I I have not I played it for an hour and I put it he- yeah, he uh, finds his dog within the first 15 minutes. Oh no, that I found I found the dog. I know. I yes. found the dog, but it's still it's like But they it.
1: talk about how like, "Oh, your father was here." And uh he's trying to he's, erase his memories of yeah. you when you were a child. I'm like, yeah. "Dude, but that's my dad." That's
0: so He's not trying to right. and
1: your mother is trying to erase all her memories of your father. Did, the, like, did the
0: giant talking elephant tell you that? Yes, the giant talking elephant. Yes, told that actually no 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 freaked me the, out.
1: The giant talking elephant told me one thing, but then the giant talking lizard told me something else that I had those to kill.
0: Giant talking things are free, like those freak me out. like the the elephant freaked me out. The mice freaked me out. Who is is the elephant also the save guy or is that like, no some no fat, it's a platypus. The platypus freaked me out and I sold again. I sold uh, it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> See, I was thinking I was going to sell it back, and well, I actually wound up. I, I, I'm like. I think I have ten hours so far in the I game. Or something I, like that. I, that's
0: pretty good. I think I got it for like for like six bucks. So I was like, Okay, yeah, fine. I did too. Like Magical Star Sign was another thing I got for five bucks and I started I told you, I started playing it and it's like this isn't terrible. Like I I will actually pick this up in my spare time and like randomly go through it. And I haven't, mm-hmm. but I will.
1: Uh so I think yeah, that's all I've been playing on the D S slash portable front. Um, I play a little bit more beyond good and evil. Uh I'm at the slaughterhouse now. After being a dumbass and forgetting how to get into the slaughterhouse, oh. uh, I finally like got in there and then I had saved and went to sleep this morning. The uh, demon souls uh. is not really that bad, but it's pretty tough. Um, I've killed three bosses so far, and I hope to play it again sometime this weekend. I could try and take down another boss.
0: Is there any chance that you will play the shit through Demon Souls and then somehow go into Dark Souls, or is like one of these things enough for you? I would
1: like to play Dark Souls. Um, I have read a bit about it. Um, like I read the game Informer review on it, yeah. and I read—I um, think I read the GameSpot review on it. And I, I was going to get Dark Souls regardless, but you're they a better said it, man like... than I am, Charlie Brown. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I like difficulty for difficulty's sake. Um yeah. you know, and then to balance it out, I play games like Prince of Persia. So whatever. Um and I'm talking about the The Wind Prince button of Persia, Prince of Persia. Yeah, the the You Never Die Prince of Persia. <laughs> um and, you know, games that hold your hand just I but the thing is that I hardly play those games. Like you know, the games that I'm playing now just like kick your ass games or like banana which I mean hasn't really kicked my ass really but there's Bandana and there's Catherine and there's Souls, Souls um, yeah. you know these games that aren't exactly easy and then I have games that are waiting in wings that aren't exactly easy as well and I don't know one day I'm gonna do the epilogue of uh, Prince Persia actually I have that set to try and finish that before the end of the year maybe I'll do it while I'm on vacation at the last two weeks of the year
0: you mean that we took the ending out here it is pay us money
1: yeah which I okay. I bought on sale. Okay. Ha, in your face. Um, Fuck Ubisoft. <laughs> but I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying Demon Souls, even though you know it takes me like three or four hours just to like, finish a part of a level because I plod through level, or you know sometimes I'll know the level but then I like die at the end and then I have to run through the whole level. I mean, when you die, you uh, all the enemies respawn, so it makes it challenging to get back to your soul so you can get or well, your body your bloodstain so you can get the souls that you've acquired yeah. and you know through that I've learned that you know souls in and of themselves you know it's like currency uh, they're worth shit because if you die and you have like 16,000 souls and say you die at the boss mm-hmm. which means that you have to go through the entire level just to get back to the boss <clears throat> to get your uh, your bloodstain so you get your 16,000 souls back plus whatever souls you accumulated going back through the level. Uh say you die in the level or say you die at the boss before you get to your blood stain, that second blood stain is now your blood stain and the first stain is gone.
0: It's gone, right.
1: And after in the beginning of the game just like being very upset about the fact that oh
0: shit I lost 8000 souls. Oh shit
1: I lost 6000 souls. Oh shit I lost 300 souls. Um I've learned to go you know that's fucked up. Let me go and get my next blood thing, even See, though it's like <laughs> twenty four hundred souls as opposed to sixteen thousand. Um, you know, all I'm gonna do is I'm gonna just spend it on XP and and, and upgrades anyway.
0: Here's the thing about those games. Like I, you know me, I've, I've played dungeon crawl roguelikes. My issue with that and why I'm scared to play it is not because of the difficulty in and of itself, but it's because it's a 3D game of that type. And when you get to that point, like if it, okay, if it played like Ninja Gaiden or God of War in terms of like, I'm mobile and I could do shit, great. But I've seen that game in action and the way that everyone talks about it, it's like, I, I think they're okay, so so on the giant bomb cast they were say, they, they were saying like there was a there was a comment on the forum that that was like i'm you know I'm playing through dark souls, and the only way that I'm getting through it is fi- is by finding exploits in the enemy's AI because you know the control is like clunky kind of on purpose, right and so in, it's like in uh, in dark souls
1: dark souls oh wait, dark souls, demon souls dark souls okay.
0: But, like, which is not to say clunky as in, like, broken, but clunky as in, like, your guy will move a lot slower if he's wearing heavy armor, and he won't be able to roll that much, and you need to roll a lot. And it's one of those things where it's, like, like it's you can tell that they designed it that way on purpose, but it also is just, like, maddening. Um, yeah, but, I
1: don't know. Is that something you read in a review?
0: No, that's something that everybody is talking about with these two games.
1: Okay, because I'm wondering if everybody is... Um...
0: Every everybody on the blogoslash slash webosphere who's talking about this on podcasts,
1: right? And I'm just wondering if they're the kind of people who don't block.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, like they talk about that too. But like the whole thing is like you. It's it's like it's like Monster Hunter, right? Like you can block, you can roll, you can do all that shit. But it's just like it. It just feels like bleh. like when I was playing Monster Hunter. You know, aside from the fact that, like, camera control was an issue, just, like, the way that the enemies moved and how hard they hit you and, like, how, how what superior timing you had to have in order to roll out of the way or block properly or whatever, like, it's not lenient. They give you the tools, but they also, like, really, like, put it on you. At yeah, least Monster sure.
1: the, the windows are so short. That's right. like that in Demon Souls as well. And th- that's what
0: they're talking about. And, and so, like, when the forum poster's is just like, you know, the only way that I can play this is by exploiting the AI how do I play this game well? And then the follow-up comment was, you are exploiting the AI, therefore you are playing this game well. That's like, messed up because like, I don't exploit totally the AI weird.
1: and I'm playing the game well. It, 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 I think that you know a lot of people want to find the quickest way to, to do something and they're not actually enjoying the game. They're They're just trying to make light of something that's difficult. And if you really have to do that, then don't play the fucking game. Well, I, no... I, let, I, no, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about just the idea of oh, I'm exploiting the AI. Is right, but a I don't, I don't, I don't
0: mean in terms of like cheating. I mean in terms of like the way to play it. Like they, like certain there, there are certain moments where enemy, like enemies, will be like super stringent, super hard, and like they'll hit you and you'll die in one hit. But then sometimes maybe they'll like go into an animation loop or like y- you'll you'll hit them in a certain way before they can like bring the it's kind of like deep labyrinth where it, it, this is remember this is all conjecture is what i've heard so i could be wrong but like for example like they'll start to hit you but your animation will hit first so you'll hit them first before they hit you and mm-hmm. they won't complete their animation or like if you just keep on rolling around to their backside they won't turn around fast enough and they'll just like keep biting or something in one direction or something like that and uh, and this is talking about like the big enemies that like just kind of come down and say yo guess what you're dead not like the the weenie enemies Okay.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. I have an example of that. Keep going.
0: No, no, no. That, that's all I was clarifying about the exploits. Oh. I don't mean like, oh, you're clipping, so I'm gonna hit you on the nose while you're clipping through the wall.
1: Right. I don't really. Well, I can understand where uh, explaining AI the idea that that is that comes into play, but you have to understand that you know it's not a human, and if it was more. Calculated like a human, then no one would want to play the game because, <clears throat> imagine if, you know, imagine if the enemy didn't have any like visible tiles. It it, it wouldn't be much of a a a game in and of itself. You know, right. it's kind of like you know in Demon Souls there are black phantoms who come into the world and they're actually players who um, can invade your game and come and kill you. Mm. And that's probably the most challenging thing uh more challenging than trying to determine, oh, this is what the AI' is doing because pretty much most of the games like this are all about pattern recognition and things like that right and if you want to call pattern recognition explain AI, then then you're pretty much doing that in every game
0: well, I mean I, I I think it goes past just recognizing the pattern and like it'll do something really stupid
1: uh, that doesn't that doesn't seem that like... doesn't conform to pattern.
0: The, maybe that's either that doesn't conform to pattern or that doesn't seem like... Um, that doesn't seem like it makes sense. You know, like, it just... It, it, I, I can't really explain it because I haven't played the game and I can't I can't think of an example of another game that does this at the moment because my mm-hmm. brain sucks. But, like... Because
1: I can't really think of a moment where... I mean, I,
0: Oh, here's one, here's mm-hmm. one, here's uh, one. Street Fighter 2, Zangief, if you're playing as Ryu or Ken, or maybe even anyone else, like, you at least on a Super Nintendo version, I can't remember if this happens in the arcade, but if you just keep on jumping straight up and down and doing, like, roundhouse kicks, like, half the time he'll walk into them and, like, you'll beat him. Or with Guile, where you'll do a jab dragon punch and make him flash kick almost every time, or, or some people call it the blade kick, and then you'll just hit him on the way down. That, that type of s- exploit that isn't necessarily broken, but also it's seems kind of like... triggered
1: by your actions
0: triggered by your actions and not necessarily and, and I'm not saying that like in Demon's Souls like oh your actions would trigger this but a similar type of thing where it's just like well that's odd why would he do that
1: you know Hmm. I don't know if there's much like that I mean I from what I played I mean I've fought three bosses and uh, one boss the first boss in the game is just basically a whole bunch of like shields that covers a, a weak core. So what you have to do is you have to get rid of all the shields on the outside. And they're shields, so it's not like you can just run in and, like, hit them because you'll deflect off of them. You may damage them, but you're not really going to do that great of a job if all you've got is, you know, just a plain weapon. So, you know, what I normally do is I coat the weapon in fire or I have a firebomb or something, throw it, and just kind of get rid of a lot of the areas so I get into mm. the boss. Um, that boss doesn't really have anything that's like a tell. Uh, oh, I can do this, and essentially I don't have to get through the shield wall to get to the boss. Then there's another boss, uh, Tower Knight, which is this really big like robot-like knight. It's probably like three stories tall or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing a priest character, so I basically just have a, a mace and a shield and some chain armor, and I can heal. So I don't really have, like, range stuff. Like, I have a crossbow, but I don't really like the the um, range game in this game because the perspective that... And this seems to be a, a common thing with Atlas games. They have an option to invert your your horizontal, but it has no effect on the first person. It's only in the third person. So... Oh. When you're doing first person, well, actually, that makes sense. That makes sense. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it makes sense, but to me, it doesn't work because I want to press left and I want to turn right when I'm doing um, third person. A lot of people want to turn right, left because your
0: your mentality is I'm swiveling the camera. I, yes, I get that. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've I've seen you I've seen you play games like that, and and that that makes sense to me. I don't do it, but it makes sense because I play inverted. And so I, I I I can empathize with right. your inversion of horizontal. I then think you that's go, isn't that how uh, BG&E works? How what? Beyond good and evil.
1: Uh, I think yes. Beyond Good
0: and Evil is reversed, and I, I I always have to get used to it. But then I'm fine. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I just rem- remembered that.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh, I that is the way Beyond Good and Evil works. And so in Demon Souls, when you go into first person, like to do precision aiming with the bow, it's it's left is left, right is right. Mm. So. It, in, a, uh, in a clutch moment, I completely fail. Like if somebody oh. shoots a fireball at me and I want to hit them with a bow from long range and they kind of like see me too, so they shoot a fireball, I'm dead. And because it's I, only, it's my only, brain goes – it just chokes.
0: Right. It, it's because you're swi- – it's not because you can't you – phys- it's not because you can't physically do it. It's because you have to change mentality so fast. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I, ch- I didn't – like the first character I chose when I played Demon Souls many, many months ago was a hunter character. And I scrapped that character because I just couldn't do it. That's the main focus of that, that character's playing. And I can't play like that, so that's why I chose a priest. But it sucks because the crossbow is nowhere near as good as a bow because all you can do is kind of target an enemy and shoot it. But moving targets, uh, you don't lead on a target when Mm. you, uh, you know, like the game doesn't actually lead on a a shot. So you're shooting behind the enemies. Yeah. So it's very tough to kill, like, there's these there's this one level where um, there's, like, flying stingrays, and they shoot these big-ass spears at you that you really kind of, like, have to deal with them, or else they'll kill you, and you won't even know where they're coming from, and sometimes the game is broken, and they shoot through walls, and, and it's very annoying. Half of the time, they shoot through walls, but the spears actually don't get to you, so all you hear is the sound, and you're like, dude, what the fuck? But then, some of the other times, you see the spear actually come through the wall, and it can hit you.
0: Not fair. Not That's like fair. the fucking unstable warp. Right. And so, um... This warp may take you to other places. This arrow will come out of random place. <laughs> through the warp.
1: And so, um... You know, that, that kind of hurts my gameplay, but I actually managed to get past, like, that part, and I used the crossbow, and it, you know, it just takes some time to make sure that the enemy stops, but the animation is so slow, because it's a damn crossbow, you gotta reload it, and in that time period, the motherfucker in the air is shooting a spear at you, so you wind up, you know, hitting each other.
0: I think that's another thing that people talk about like the, the the people who like whine about this game that they talk about were like oh the animation is slow and it's like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like that's that's where it ends up ha- hanging people up and that's one of the things that admittedly I'm like I kind of don't want to deal with that like I'm playing a roguelike it's turn-based and that's why that's what is kind of strangely appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Strangely.
1: Yeah, I I I like all of the the facets of of Demon Souls like the the Limitations that you have that they put in place. um I don't think that any of them are unfair, in my opinion. Uh, you know, I fought against the Tower Knight, the the big robot knight, and I, for all intents and purposes, I should have beaten the first try, the first try, because it's easy. All you have to do is just, you know, you there a whole bunch of uh crossbow archers perched around the top. You run around, you kill all of them, and then you start pecking at the dude's heels. <laughs> uh, and you have to dodge all his attacks because basically he's got attacks that take off a lot of your health, and then he like crushes the shield against the ground and if that hits you, you're dead at least my character's dead, so that was the thing that really killed me the five times well the four four out of five times that I fought, fought against him,
0: him. You, you know when you when you're like, oh you just have to peck at his heels I, the the thought that came to mind the image that came to mind was Kung Fu, when those little guys in the green suits that like come <laughs> up to your knees come up and grab you on the ankle and uh-huh. somehow they drain your life.
1: Yes. Because they're biting at your Achilles. Yeah,
0: like ankle biters.
1: Uh, but, you know, that was more along the lines of, okay, positioning. You have to position yourself and you have to take your time. Don't rush. Just because... You know you're attacking the guy and it's taking off health and stuff like that doesn't mean that you have to continue to attack. Just do it maybe once or twice and back off. And a lot of times he would turn. He would turn so widely that no matter where you went, he would catch you. And you have Mm. to, you know, compensate for that. You have to uh, stay a distance. Like there were times where I had to, when I knew he was going to do that wide shield strike against the ground that would kill me in one shot.
0: And you try to get out the way.
1: uh, Not even get out the way, like run away from Uh. him. Because if you try and roll around it, it will just hit you anyway because it's just that wide. So it's one of those move far away from him kind of things, not get to his left or his right or get behind him type of thing. Right. Uh, So, yeah, I've blabbed enough about that game. (laughs)
0: Demon's Souls!
1: It's been so long, and I've played so many damn games. I've reinstalled Final Fantasy XIV because <laughs> they made all these updates to the game. So it's uh, a game now. Trying to. Well, not even really. It's still the same <laughs> game, but they added some stuff that, to make it a little bit more of a, a, a game. Like they added some quests and stuff, and they added enemies to the beginning of the game so that it doesn't look so desolate, and um, they changed the way that the entire questing system works like the left quest or whatnot. Um, there were a lot of things that I didn't like about the just the way the game was built, the way the character progression was, you had to put your own points and stats, which wasn't so bad but the thing was, you had like 8 points and 7 stats or something like that, and then you had all these elemental affinities that god knows what effect they had, so now the game does that all by itself, and I like that um, and I like the fact that they took out the um, I, it, it's it's weird for me to say this, but I like the fact that they took out the interactivity of the game, of the combat system where you press a button to attack and things like that, because that whole stamina based system in an MMO, well, in that particular MMO is just very clunky. So they turn it the basic they turn it attack to an auto attack,
0: queuing up attacks and stuff. Okay,
1: and then you you select your you know your abilities from the bar, and it pretty much alleviates some of the pressure like oh my god do I have the stamina to do this and I'm gonna run out of stamina and then I can't attack and I gotta stand there and wait and um, I I started another character and they, they're gonna start charging for the game like next month which is kind of unfair but kind of fair granted that the game's been out for like a year and a, a month or so and they haven't charged one cent Uh, but then they're coming out with like a Final Fantasy 14 version 2 sometime next year and it looks like Final Fantasy XIII. Like, the graphics look all like Final Fantasy XIII. I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Uh, but I would like to see how it goes. And I'd like to try and find some community so I can have somebody to play with. Because mm. that was the main reason why I stopped playing. Like, oh my god, there's I'm going through this world and there's nobody here. There, I, I went back into the original world that I played. I, uh, besayed, And, uh, um, there are people there and whatnot. And now that there's official forums of for Final Fantasy XIV, I'm gonna try and, do the community thing but right now I don't even have time to play the game so I'm not even going to bother um I don't think I played anything on Steam because I don't have time to play games at home <laughs> notice that I've been talking about nothing but what I've been playing for the past like 45 minutes but that's only because it's been 3 weeks three. um yeah I haven't played anything on Steam although I downloaded Serious Sam The Random Encounter but I haven't played it yet
0: I downloaded Ghostbusters game because it was like $2. Yeah,
1: it was like two fifty. dollars I, I $2. didn't want to get it.
0: Well, I was like, I was like you know what? This is, everybody was hyped about this, and then it ended up being like a colossal like party pooper. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very curious now. And for $2, you know, instead of going to the titty bar, I could always just play this. <laughs>
1: wow, what titty bar you go to is $2? <laughs> I want to go.
0: <laughs> That's why I'm not going to that one.
1: <laughs> ah, <laughs> makes sense. Um, like, before you move on, would you I just like wanna... me to
0: pour some cigarette ashes into your drink, honey? <laughs> 50 cents. 50 cents. <laughs>
1: um, before we move on, I just want to talk about a couple of things that I've seen just random that hopefully we won't really dwell on that much because yes, we have sir. a topic. Yes, sir. But I'm kind of disappointed that, uh, there's certain games coming out that I, I like that people are really kind of just like poo pooing on. Uh,. One is Kirby's Return to Dreamland. Kotako had a gut check that said no, don't buy it. (laughs) Um, I think GameSpot reviewed it. It was a six or a seven. I'll find out. But you know, they they said it was good, but it's uh, there was a a significant thing that kind of was. Oh, it's seven point five. But um,
0: That's good! As someone yeah, who, it's good. who used to score games for that site, it is remarkably hard when you sit there and try to justify the scores. If it's a good game, like, I used to think, like, 7.5, you guys are stupid, and then I started <laughs> reviewing, I'm like, this is really hard. This is really difficult to justify.
1: Like, um, I think that the the, the GameSpot review is very favorable, um, but there was this thing about the, the Kotaku gut check where... Um, I'm, I'm trying not to not to read those because did,
0: did they did did they spell it G apostrophe UT check
1: no 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 it's the apost- uh, they, apostrophe's not even with the with the group anymore he left um, <laughs> <laughs> as, as far as I know I I haven't seen anything from him in a while and then like his brother or something no no <laughs> not his brother somebody was related to him said oh he left I don't know but that's neither here nor there they spell it with a capital G and a capital K at the end um but, uh, oh, well, the game is easy. That's what uh, GameSpot says. Uh, Kotaku, the like I think Totillo and Crescente, they both kind of said, it's a good game, but it's too simple. Like, all it is is platforming, and there are better games out that fit that that point of view. And Which is
0: probably, and they probably refer to Kirby's own Epic Yarn. Yes, uh,
1: Totillo was talking about uh, Epic Yarn in comparison. And he said that with Epic Yarn, he didn't think it was going to be good but it turned out being good. And then with Return of Dreamland, he thought it was gonna be good and, and it turned out being it, gay. and it's not so good. Yeah. And granted a gut check is basically just, you know, four or five different opinions and then they kinda combine the the numbers of you know, they vote yes, no, and then they say, Oh, should you buy this? No. Should you buy this? Yes. And it's not really like they're all saying no. Right, right. It's like a round like, table. Yeah. And like for example, they put, Should you buy Rocksmith? And it said no. And you know, a lot of the guys said no, but a lot of, a couple of the guys said yes. Um, mainly the reason why they said no is because of the high cost of entry. <clears throat> How much you know, is the game retailing for? Uh no, the game is sixty bucks, but if you don't have a guitar, then you gotta spend two hundred dollars. Oh, I
0: totally brain farted on that. I, th- I thought we were still talking about Kirby, I'm sorry.
1: Oh uh, no, 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 I'm about Which uh, is uh, the other thing that I wanted to shoot me talk in the face. About. Um who was it? I forget who had a review on Rocksmith. Was it Gamespot? Yeah, I think it was Gamespot. They rated that game as pretty damn good. And yeah. I'm like, wow. Uh You know, just reading what they said about the game. I'm not really interested in the in the songs that they have in Rocksmith, but I wouldn't buy it. But if somebody bought it for me, I guess I wouldn't deny it since I already have like right. f- four guitars in my house. I could just yeah. pick one up and do whatever. And they said that the presentation wasn't really all that good. Granted, but everything you have, else. Like, Rock band and Guitar Hero—they have great presentation, but the actual game in and of itself is actually is good. really
0: good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I you know I saw a like a preview by Alex Navarro who who was writing it for Giant Bomb, and he was like, y- the first thing he was like, he was like, bear in mind, I used to work for Harmonix, so there you go, so like take that for what it's worth. And he was like, mm-hmm. this actually is a decent product, and it's at, like it, it actually isn't Rocksmith one of those like it's a guitar game, but it also teaches you. Yes, and he was saying that like if I remember correctly, he was saying that like. It actually does a pretty decent job of actually doing what like Power Gig or that other shit couldn't do.
1: Yeah, and they, they said that it um, it adjusts to difficulty not it just it adjusts the difficulty based on your skills. So if you're playing a lot better than what the game is offering you, like for example, it's giving you single notes, but you're playing power chords, it will then start to throw out power chords. And then if you're doing you know solos and stuff like that, it'll crank up the number of notes that it's trying to send to you th- according to what the song is. And then they say, also said that it allows you to kind of fiddle around. So, you know, you can kind of play things that are outside of what the game is offering you, and it won't penalize you for that. Uh, another thing that was just a very small, uh, it's probably not small, but to me it was a, a, it was a small kind of feature of the review because they only mentioned it for like a couple of words, but you can't fail mid-song. You get a number of points and if you can't make the the you know, required number of points you can't proceed. But you know, not failing mid song in a in a type of game like this where the whole goal is to kind of teach you how teach to play guitar you. is a very yeah. serious thing, and I'm glad that they went with that option. Right. Uh, I think uh those are the only two things I wanted to talk about. I already talked about uh, that other thing. That other thing. Yeah. Oh oh one thing that I would like to talk not just bring up to you. Uh there's a game that came out this week for WeeWare that apparently is a uh, a must get. It's uh let's see. why is? Oh, here it is. Uh Anima Arc of Sinners. It's a like side scrolling beat 'em up or something like that. Uh I think it's a hack and slash. Uh it has got like titties and stuff in it. Uh um, <laughs> <On> WeeWare? <laughs> yeah, it's got this like woman with the titties hanging out and um but it's like a really good action game for 10 bucks on WiiWare. I'm looking mm. at the trailer now. Um, turn down the sound. And just to confirm whether it's a, what I'm saying it is. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's something that, you know, somebody listens to it and downloads and then they
0: want uh, No, no, you're wrong. <laughs> um, mm.
1: In this place, everything ends. Come on, come like on. The- if I save him. Ah, oh, isn't that sweet? What? I don't know. That's this is the thing. Could I redeem? This is not. There's no gameplay. What the fuck? It's like halfway through the trailer. My sins. Halfway through the trailer. No gameplay. Give me some gameplay. There we go. Oh, Yeah. It's like it's like Strider. Not like Strider, but like Hack and Slash.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Excuse.
0: I didn't hear that. Say that again.
1: No, I'm not doing it again. God damn it. Um, son of a bitch. And it's got different perspectives and stuff. It, it kind of it reminds me a little bit of... See, and the, the lady's titties are out, but she's got no nipples. <laughs> what? You have to see this. It, I mean, all right, you know what? I'm going to go find that Kotaku, the Kotaku article that has the picture. And uh, I'll on show it to Wii you. On Wear. On. Wow. Yeah, on, on Wii Wii Wear. Wear. And I don't even think that's an M-rated game. Let me see. Uh, T. Maybe it's a nude-colored no leotard. Nipples. Uh no well, it's more like it's like Ivy's outfit, but just the outside. Oh Christ! Oh, that's <laughs> yeah, she's horrendous. like Ivy
0: stacked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that that's re- uh, that's redundant.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, let's see, Nintendo download maybe.
0: Nintendo. Let's
1: so let's uh, there it is, right there. First post. Animal Sinners, We wear. Now take a look at the picture for this right here. I'm scared. Nah, don't be scared. Don't be afraid of titties.
0: What in God's name? I don't understand that. Yeah, right? I don't right? understand.
1: And it's based off of uh, a tabletop RPG, too.
0: That's got to be like a yellow bra or something. I, I don't want... No, I, I just
1: saw the trailer, and it, just... all it is is just flesh-colored roundness. I'm like, what? Oh,
0: no, no, no. I enlarged the picture, and there is like a, a very thin, whisper-thin oh, she's bandana. got paper on them. Yeah, she's got paper. <laughs> That's what makes it T-rated. <laughs> Christ. It's horrendous. Okay, okay, now let's move on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I forgot what I've been playing
1: uh, <laughs> after all that. You've been thanks. playing Jamestown.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, I got to put that on my list. Um, I'm going to go... Re- I just put Jamestown in it. There we go. So I uh, went deeper into uh, Double Survivor Overclock for 3DS for a little bit. Like, this was a long time ago. I- I've since not played that for two weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, it- and I think before that, I hadn't gotten in- into any gameplay. And now I have... Um. And I was expecting it to be like tactical, like you said. Yeah. But then, like, I was greeted with a hybrid of the tactical portion is only to get you into position, and then you still have to fight out the battle. So oh. okay, Good. I it's like you you get into position, you hit attack, and then you go into like uh, a turn based um, battle mode. So it kind it's kind of like I like it because it separates itself from other TRPGs. But i don't like it because it, it, it I feel like it makes things a little bit unnecessarily long <laughs> to take each turn takes long because you're moving and then instead of attacking like instead of moving and then seeing the guy attack you're moving and then you're going into another battle and then you're like taking turns and you're waiting for the, t- the round to end and you're done. you know what i mean so it, it makes the battles longer than you're than you would think that they should be um. And, okay, so and, and that's just the game, right? That's just how it is, and you know, you take it or leave it. But I, I, I was kind of hoping, like when I heard TRPG, I was hoping for that, that normal pace that I'm used to. Nice. Um, and, and, and I'm guessing that they did it that way because it's like, look, you, it, you're not the only one fighting. It's also your devil who you summon, so you c- and your enemy also may have a devil, or your enemy, like the enemy that you attack on the screen um, isn't just necessarily that sprite. It could be like a group of three enemies. Hmm. So, like, instead of Final Fantasy Tactics, where each person on the screen is one person, like each person on the screen represents potentially a group. Hmm. So it's kind of like uh, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. It's it's. I, I really haven't played too many things like that before. So um, I don't know. It's 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 weird that way. But uh, it, it's it's definitely you know it's definitely leaves room open to have some depth to it so obviously I'm not upset at it like it's not one of the things like god damn it you are taking too long I don't like this game it's just like (laughs) it's just like okay you know I really wasn't expecting this Mm -hmm. and it'll have to grow on me but you know so far so good so that's the only update on that um I have been playing more Plants vs Zombies on my tab- tablet, and I recently got a Droid Bionic, and I put Plants vs Zombies on that, so I have it everywhere with me. Oh uh, shoot! And I still gotta say, playing it with a tablet, playing it with uh, a phone, playing it on my DS, playing on Xbox Live Arcade, I would still rather have the fucking mouse. I don't know what's wrong with me. I, maybe I'm that old, but like Mm-mm. I, I I'm just, I'm just so like. And when I say good, I don't mean like I'm the best Plants vs Zombies player in the world because I am. I'm, I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm good with the mouse, and I still make mistakes with the touchscreen. Not by virtue of me not be of me like being used to it or not used to it. Because you know I'm used to it. Like there's nothing to get used to. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just the fact of the matter is, with a mouse, it's just like okay, you have a cursor, you drag. Once you lift your button, your, when you lift the button once you lift your finger off the button it's it's it y- you have released the item or once you click you have released the item with mm. a touch screen it's like okay it's a capacitive t- it's a capacitive touch screen so like if you put if you don't just touch it with your fingertip and you have your whole, the whole pad of your finger on there you might choose the wrong box by accident or you might not release it when you think you release it or it you know, just that, just that whole type of thing that happens when you're talking about a de- A device or an input device that is slightly less precise than a mouse cursor, like your finger, you know. And and because like the way I play that game, like I go super fast when like there's like sometimes you have to make really quick split seconds decision, split second decisions of okay, I need to take the shovel and remove this plant to replace it with something else. Like I'll I'll remove the wrong plant, you know, (laughs) or 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 I'll replace like I'll put it in the wrong place and that that type of stuff like for me doesn't. Happen with the mouse, it just doesn't. And the other thing about the stylus and the DS is, never mind the fact that, that the DS port is really, really shitty. Um, like the stylus covers up some of the screen, and so does my hand. And so, like sometimes, like, and I know it's like a really small thing, but when I'm in the heat of the moment playing that game, it's like I need to see everything that's coming at me, and I can't. Um, mm. I, I, and and it's just me being very picky about the game because I'm very I'm used to playing it in a certain way, and I want things a certain way when I play Plants vs Zombies specifically. And, like, I mean, th- the comment that I made to Pete was that, like, once I was playing a game on Wii, and, like, the the middle speaker that I used with my TV set, like, it was, like, I was lying in an- at such an angle where, like, a very small portion of the top of that speaker was, like, was breaching the bottom of my screen. Very small! It wasn't obstructing gameplay or anything like that, but I got so annoyed that, like, I had to shift my position because I was like, I can't play the game this way! Um, so... I, I realize I'm particular about it, but I don't like it. I want a mouse. Mm. Um, the the other thing that is sad is that like the tablet version, I'm I'm assuming just like the iOS version, I shouldn't say the tablet version. I say the Android version um, doesn't have the mini games, no. except except for bowling and I think the uh, the mallet the the wacka wacka zombie one the vase oh, one. Oh okay, uh, but
1: it doesn't they, have yeah, like crap, the rest of you finished the game? Huh? <clears throat> I guess they come up after you finish the game. No, I I finished the game.
0: Oh, I didn't finish the game. Nah, I, 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 I finished the game. Nothing unlocked. Um, I don't see a garden. There's no garden. Um, and that makes me sad. But like at the very least, I have the core game on the go, and like that's one of those things where like that that will continue to be my guitar. My uh, that's my new Guitar Hero too. <laughs> um, I mean, I I had I've I've logged over a hundred hours of that on Steam. Then I got it for 3ds. I, I should say for DS. Then I got it for tablets and, and and iPhone, iPhone, Android. And it's like, I don't need it anymore, but I do. And <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, totally playing it one handed on, on, on the line. Cause I was waiting for like Halloween costume shit online, like at a Michaels and the line was like 20 minutes long. Um, so I totally was playing plans for the zombies. One handed wasn't at risk of dropping the phone, but again, it was like, how accurate can you be with it? Uh, I was messing up a little bit. Um, but it's nice that you can play it one-handed it just yeah. depends on what your other hand is doing on to other game that I play uh I play also The Nano stray 2 um Nano 2 is on the chopping block of like it's it's on it, I'm playing it a lot because I'm going through what I did with Geometry Wars Galaxies where I was like I think this is a good title I don't think I'm interested enough in it to continue playing it so I will give it one last hurrah so Nano stray 2 is on that last hurrah status for me uh, especially since I started playing Jamestown, and I want to, uh, and I still haven't gotten Radiant Silvergun on on XBLA. I was kind of in a shooterish mode, mm-hmm. so I put it in down to street too. Um, that game, to me, is like, oh wow, look at what they did with Gradius Five. Really? Let's do that too. And it's almost like a shameless ripoff of that, um, and and a shameless ripoff that is nowhere near as good. Let's be clear, but. It's like when you like you know how um in Gradius 5 like you'll die and it'll go oh or you need practice or like it'll 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 like throw some wisecrack at you mm-hmm. like like when you die in this like if a bullet if a bullet hits you and you die it'll go like almost missed you or almost or, or or like you almost dodged it or something like that like it'll it'll mm-hmm. comment and I'm just like I this is very very familiar and then like the just kind of like the opening um there's something about the opening of Of the first stage, like I don't know the way that your ship flies into the level and the way that the camera pans, the way that the music sounds it it like the only thing I could think of was wow, I kind of wish I was playing Gradius five right now instead of this um and, and it's mostly in like just kind of the the it's it just it's just it just feels like a callback to that game like very audio visually but not necessarily gameplay wise um in terms of the specifics like you have, like, an option thingy, like in Gradius, but... Option. Like, all all, the, all these fucking games have options. Like, like R-Type has their own little option version of it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and, and the only thing you can do with it is switch it between shooting diagonally forward, shooting diagonally behind you, and then shooting straight up and down. Um, hmm. And you can adjust... The level of diagonalness, like you, you, you basically hit the R button or the L button to switch it between three modes. You know, front, back, or middle. Right. And uh, before you go into every stage, you can adjust how forward you want them to be, <coughs> how okay. how how far back you want them to be. When you hit the button like two times, like it's going to go forward. Well, how for how much how what the what angle do you want it to be shooting forward? At? Then you can adjust that in the beginning, but not throughout the game, obviously. Um, and I've never bothered touching that. Um, you've got like three sub weapons that you can choose from again at the beginning of the level. So you, c- it's not like the first Nano Stray where you can choose any one of them at any time with the touchscreen. Like mm-hmm. you can only choose one of them, and that's it. Um, so I mean that that brings a, a level of like I wouldn't say strategy. I would say forced variety. <laughs> Okay. You know what I mean cuz it's like, yeah. "Oh, now you can play this stage with a different weapon." It's like, "Yeah, well, in the first game I could play with all the weapons." So, what are you really telling me? Yeah. Sure. Um th- these are all like little nitpicks though. I mean, for all intents and purposes, it's a very it's a it's a very very serviceable 2D shmup, both vertical shooting and side-scrolling shooting. Uh the level designs are pretty cool again because they kind of cribbed off a of Gradius, but like they do, they do a decent job of it. Uh it's it's mo- it's difficult enough that I have trouble getting through the first stage without using a continue, and you have five lives. And I just suck. Let's let's be honest. But, like, I like that level of challenge. Um, it's the one thing that's keeping me from selling the game back is I want to beat that first stage without using a continue. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 like, whatever. Um... And visually, I-, I think Shin and Multimedia has always been good with the, with the like, hardware that Nintendo's thrown out. Like, they-, they made that game Iridion 3D on the original Game Boy, which, yeah. was- which was by all rights a pretty bad game, but it was also a good tech demo. And Iridion 2 ended up being a-, a halfway decent shooter. But again, it was more of a, yo, check shit out that we could do on this GB8 thing, and, like, we're awesome. And then for Nanostray, it was like, check... The three that we could do at sixty frames a second, and then we also have like some weird online leaderboard that we use passwords with because Nintendo doesn't know what they're doing online. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely going back, but it's it's not going back for a good couple of more playthroughs. Um, and I feel like I feel <laughs> like if, if it weren't for the fact that I have so many games and I'm just trying to get rid of them and I'm just trying to free up some space in my life in my house. <laughs> uh, like I, I would have no problem keeping it and I have no problem recommending it to someone who likes shmups and wants one on their DS like, it's, it's, it's good um, but I also have Gradius Galaxies on PSP so where? Ah. Um, Gradius Galaxies on PSP? Yeah Really? Uh, it's Gradius Gradius 3 I believe Gradius 4 and Life Force with um, Galaxies uh, and I think Greatest Greatest Two obviously is the arcade version, so yeah. it's not it's not the super slow down SNES version. Mm-hmm. Um, Galaxies, yeah, no, no 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 Galaxies Gradius, is a no, uh, Greatest is a game, game all of its version? own. Yeah, no, it's it's called it it's Greatest Collection or something. Because mm-hmm. I think I
1: have that too. Yeah, I
0: I think it's called Greatest Collection. Anyway, it, it's a collection. Uh, check
1: my my uh, my PSP games. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> PSP. P- I uh, was also playing from DSiWare, uh, Shantae, nah, which, which again, I think last time I mentioned, it's a great-looking game. It controls well. It, it, it just it does the little things right. Like, when you get hit, you don't get knocked. B- I shouldn't say right. I should say accessible. So when you get hit, you don't get knocked back. So, like, if you're jumping over a pit and an enemy hits you, like, you'll take the hit and you'll pause in midair and she'll do her little eh! animation, but then keep you'll... Going. You can keep going if so you, you don't if fall on you...
1: a pit like Mega Man.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> or or Zelda too, or um, the... <laughs> which which I haven't played since I tried to get to the last palace without losing a life, which is also impossible mm-hmm. for me because I suck. Um, like the little things, like when she when she walks into a shop, or when she crawls into a hole, like when she crawls in, when she does that, she's basically walking into the background. Mm. And what they do is like they kind of. And again, this is this is WayForward's like visual prowess. Like they they do a good job with this shit. Um, like a little shadow descends over her body, so it makes it look like she's walking into or crawling into whatever she's crawling into. Mm-hmm. It's just little little things like that. It's like okay, like that's pretty cool that we're still getting two D games where people pay that much attention to it. Um, the one thing that's been a, a slightly annoying for me is the plane structure of how you move back and forth between like all the maps. I mean not all the mess all all like the the level design. So I think I touched on this briefly the the, the first time I talked about it, but basically um, y- you know how, you know, Simon's Quest or or Symphony of the Night, Symphony of the Night or the other styled games like that or, or other similar games are like very much just left, right, up, down and you have this mammoth labyrinth that you have to, that you have to figure out. Yes. This is a simpler version of that but now they add jumping into the screen and then jumping out of the screen. So you've got different planes
1: like almost like uh Grand Heroes or something or some almost, of the stages in Castlevania 4. E- or is jumping into the plane a separate part of the map?
0: It's a se- that's what yeah that that's the point of clarification I need thank, thank you for that. It's jumping into a separate part of the map. So
1: so this is more elaboration on your map. It's
0: it's more elaboration on your map, it's and y- yes, it is 2.563D. <laughs> um, but like, it makes it a little bit unwieldy to navigate, and obviously, you know, a map screen does help. But right. like, you yeah, you have to buy the map, and if yeah. you don't if you don't sit and talk to everybody, like you won't you won't realize that you can buy this map, and it's very cheap. Um. <laughs> And, I, like, I. it's just, like, it's just, it's just a little bit of a hassle, and it, it's, like, I, I kind of feel like it was their way of saying, we're going to make this game our own way. We're not going to go the usual Castlevania route and just be a Castlevania clone, which I applaud them for, but at the same time, it just feels like a kind of clunky way to, to, to differentiate the game. Um, but, again, thank God for the map. Uh, I had to look on GameFAQs to, to advance because, like, I, there's just one thing that I need to bring to some lady at the very 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 end of the map and I couldn't find this one thing and mm. apparently it's it's way early on and I'm like how did I miss this so I don't know I gotta figure it out um but you know aside from that you know very well constructed um dialogue is corny but who cares that's not why you play the game uh you play it because you're a lady who attacks people with hair and she's stick thin if you're kind of into that stuff um she's really skinny it's kind of <laughs> disturbing. Um, I downloaded Double Dragon for the Game Boy uh, because I remember that being better than the NES version, and mm-hmm. um, it is. And mm-hmm. uh, not much to say about that. Uh, and finally, I, I was that. playing. I was playing more Jamestown, and you I'm just, just
1: said you were playing Jamestown, right? Going. But I didn't. I didn't talk about it. I know. I know.
0: Um, I. Uh, I I played. I played it just now, maybe like like ten minutes before we started the podcast, um, for a good hour or so, um, and I was sober this time. So I know. It's, <laughs> I knew <laughs> what was going on, um, and so like now I kind of get the vaunt system a little bit better because what I was doing last time was va- double vaunting. So. Uh, collecting the gold, getting my meter up, vaunting, absorbing the bullets, getting to a tough spot where bullets were coming at me again, hitting the vaunt button with the meter still full, and absorbing the bullets, but then, like, losing my meter, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, that's kind of how you have to play it. And it's like, no, it, like, now that I'm sober, <laughs> I can see that I have, it's it's really kind of a play between, do are, like, are you going to chicken out and use the vaunt a second time and totally destroy any bonuses that you had? Or are you going to, you know, continue to try and keep that vaunt meter up without dying? Because like the other thing that I that I remember that I realized in my sobriety is that like when you have the vaunt meter going, as when you collect more gold, it refills your meter, which you know I knew about. But the whole purpose of that is to encourage you to keep on shooting enemies and flying into danger to collect that gold in mm-hmm. order to keep your meter full, not so that you can use a vaunt again. <laughs> Like, not so that you can just be like, oh, now my meter's full again and I'll use it. That Like, that's basically, like, the last ditch. You're going to lose all your points and your bonuses, but if you need to live, I understand. You right. know? Um, that's the price you pay. Yeah, and the other thing that I completely forgot about in my drunkenness was that when you have Vaunt activated, you do double damage. So that's another thing why you want to keep that shit full is, like, just just doing double damage, just shooting as much as you can. Like, keeping your finger on the X slash A button and killing things and running into danger to grab things and then, like, pulling back out and then trying to live, you know, without using the shield. Um and that, like, once I kind of got that mentality down, the way to play this game suddenly kind of became clear. And again, it's not that it's super complicated; it's that I was drunk. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, don't play Shmups when you're drinking. Yeah, it's gonna be- Um But I was, I was also able to better appreciate the music in that game. Um, I actually was able to beat the first stage on Difficult without using a continue. Nice. <laughs> which I totally did when I was drunk. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, like, it, it's... Uh, the th- the same thing as I said last time I played, it's a beautiful game. It's, like, it's it's kind of... To me, it's, like, on that, like, on the higher end of that second tier of Shmup where it's just, like, you know, this is a very good homage. This is a very good homage, and anybody who considers himself a shmup fan should play this. Like, it's on the Mars Matrix... Uh, what else will we put up there? Mm, I don't know, because for me at the top is Ikaruga, Greatest 5, Radiant Silvergun. Um, and, like, maybe one or two that I'm missing from the very old-school eras. Like, I wouldn't put R-Type up there. Like, R-Type has always been very hit-or-miss with me. I don't know what it is about it. But I still consider it, you know, important enough that I put it in that second tier. Mm-hmm. Um... And then I guess another step down would be like fun shit, like um, like that bio, pff, bio ship freak thing that bio I was playing. It the... matter? Yes, okay. yes, because the 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 brief snippet I played of that was like that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like that would be that and Nanostray, which uh, Nanostray two I should say, which again, good game, just not at, at the at the height of uh, of of shmuppery, uh, for lack of a better word. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, j- like how much was it? Like ten bucks. What. James Town, I
1: think so. Might have been cheaper. Might have been like seven. I don't know. Oh.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's like for me, it's like there's no excuse to not dip your feet into this, um, and 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 realize that I'm talking about this in the context of skipping all the story. Like yeah. if you're if oh. you're one of those if you're one of those people who like appreciate like nutty storylines and just like complete self-aware like self-aware serious but being serious to be jokey about it like they it it's taking itself like this is what I heard is that it's taking itself seriously but it's doing it in a way that it's just like we're totally going to take ourselves so seriously that you think it's a joke <laughs> and it is
1: yeah yeah I completely see. Yeah, well, and I, I
0: totally mind. have ignored all of that. And so once, like, once I decide to sit down and actually look through that, I'm sure that I'll appreciate the game even more. Um, so yeah, that um, that I definitely need to get into. And, and like the way that they goad you on, like you beat stages one through three on normal, and then you try to unlock stage four, and it's like, yeah, you gotta go back and beat them all on difficult now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fuck. So I do that, and it opens stage four, and then it's like, yeah, you gotta beat stages one, two, three and 4 on Legendary before you open up stage 5. And I was all ready to start doing that, and like, it was it was like 10 minutes to podcast time, and I was just like, I gotta give it one more try. Just one, one more figure. What? Okay, it's 12.30, I gotta go. Um, <laughs> but, oh god, the snow's coming down hard again, Jesus Christ. Aww, I can't not, see the snow. Not happy.
1: I, I would just like to mention that there's a achievement in
0: this game to read through all the story text in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Tell. Oh, the, the, like and and the thing that that I like about this story part is like there's a bonus in the shop called like called like Jamestown Farce or something. Oh where yes, they, you know, Where they take the story and they make it funny, and I'm like, isn't it already kind of tongue in cheek funny? Like yeah. I, I, you know. I have you played the farce that. mode yet? No, I haven't. I, but yeah, I, I haven't. don't want to. Be, I don't want to because I haven't seen the original story. Right. I'd rather go through the whole story because I yeah. think like the farce is just like
1: it's just another take on it that's not as. Oh, it's, uh, you know, the m- settling on Mars, and there's this conquistador trying to fuck everything up. It's right. more like probably like chickens and shit. Ch- <laughs> oh, no.
0: It's just us, bitches. Chickens, I mean. Uh, oh, my God, it's coming down. I'm not like this. I'm not liking this at all. Gross. Yeah. Gross. Gross. And oh. it's not even
1: Halloween yet, you know. This is, this is going to be the big excuse to start selling Christmas shit in
0: October. Salesman. Anyway, uh, that's it for what I've been playing, and I assume what you've been playing. I am going to play a random piece of music now, like I almost always do with every podcast, except it's usually not random. It has to do with the game that we've been talking about. This piece of music may, or may not, have to do with something that we talked about during the podcast. And if you can guess it, then you may win my copy of Down Street to Straight 2. I don't fucking know. <laughs> just, just, Just guess it, God. Tweet. You know where to Twitter us, we're gonna put in the fucking pimpage later anyway, so yeah, we'll be right back. Back, did you guess the song? I did. Me Al too. Did. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't, so you don't win shit. And even if you do win, you might not win shit. It's just a chance to win. Mm-hmm.
1: So, oh, and I just like to say that James Town is ten dollars right now.
0: Jamestown is $10 to move yo Jamestown in and out. Um, we have a topic that is slightly related to stuff that we've been talking about because we've been talking about portable games, and this has to do with portable games, but not what we've been talking about. So Exactly. Um, Yeah, and, and this also actually has to do with how I'm currently like seeing the PC landscape, and I can't remember if it was the tested guys or the giant bomb guys, but they made a very salient point about PC gaming, and I, I feel like that applies to... Somewhat to portable games, but there's an article on CNET um, by one of the editors. His name is Jeff Bacalar, He is the guy f- who covers uh, video games mostly for CNET, mm-hmm. and that's not to be confused with the Gamespot editors because Gamespot is part of CBS, which is which also owns CNET. Mm-hmm. Um, Bacalar, like he covers games for CNET only, like it, th- it's their own game site. Which is funny because like the Gamespot reviews also appear on CNET. Huh, that's funny. It's it's odd, but anyway, um, he doesn't review them. I think he just blogs about them, which which in in that light it kind of makes more sense. He has and and before people jump down his throats, um, which I you know was about to do when I read the headline because obviously you have to make a sensationalist headline for someone to mm-hmm.
1: read. It. Make people read the
0: headline. It. The headline is why portable console gaming needs to go away. the the review the review the uh. The blog deck says, Throw in the towel, Sony and Nintendo. It's game over. Portable console gaming no longer has a practical place in the current landscape of casual flick, drag, and swipe games. There is no room for the 3DSs and Vitas of the world when all-in-one functionality is now more important than high-tech gaming-focused mobile systems. Now sit sit there for a second and just, you know, marinate on that. You see the title in big bold font. You see the bigger font gray deck at the top of the article, and the first thing you want to do is like tweet at him and be like, You fucking wrong, well. you don't know what you're talking about. Ban it banned be bop penis scrotum. Yeah, you suck. Right. If you read further in the article, he's really like this is the guy who covers the games for CNET. Like he likes games. He fucking likes RPGs. And he goes on to say he's like, Look, I like these things better than these this crap that is an iPhone. Like, I don't think they are good games but it doesn't matter to most people.
1: Right, and And that's the big point of the entire article. Right,
0: because it doesn't matter to most people, Sony and Nintendo are fighting a losing battle. And I don't necessarily know that I agree with that, but it is certainly something that I am very fearful of. It is something that I've always been fearful of in this entire medium. It's something that I think a lot of people complain about with the Wii, and which I started getting worried about with Wii, um, and connect and move and all that stuff. Um, and, and people, you know, like the, the so-called hardcore gaming nerds slash geeks were worried about this ever since Madden brought video gaming, Madden and Final Fantasy VII commercials and the PlayStation brought video gaming to jocks and frat boys, which, you know, I, I'm using them as in the pejorative sense because that's how they used them back in the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you make something popular and you start to dumb it down. And because you start to dumb it down, it becomes more popular, and it becomes more prevalent. And it's kind of like, well, isn't that what we always wanted? Not really, because now all a lot of the stuff that's being made is stuff that the people back then don't like. I mean, like, what's the biggest release out there right now? War
1: War Modern Warfare Modern
0: Warfare 3 and <laughs> Battlefield 3. <laughs> no. I couldn't give two flicks of a shit or a corn pebble about those games.
1: Neither can I. You know?
0: And and not not only neither do you, but neither can you. You're right. incapable of it. Um, and and but, but I'm sorry. We should bring it. We should bring it back into the portable realm for the moment. And it's True. like I, you know, the, the one flaw in his article that he goes on to say is like he's he he brings in the whole part about Nintendo putting out an analog stick for the 3ds. And as as I think we are starting to see, that's a Monster Hunter thing.
1: Yeah, and it's not, like Revelations I, in America, at least. Oh, God. That's supporting it.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm still upset about that. I'm still, like, leery, weary of that, wary of that, I should say, but, like, before I, like, that. that's something that I think remains to be seen before, I, and I should hold my tongue before we see what happens. I mean, it's like, Monster Hunter did it for the for the Wii as well. You mm-hmm. know? We we're going to put out a new classic controller just for this, so. But here's the thing that worries me, and I don't, and, and, I'm guessing that you might have the same concern because we both are in a similar scenario where we are spending less and less and less time actually playing games on our consoles at home. And the main, or or at least on Steam or whatever, and that's a different story. And the main method of playing our games is on portable devices. Which, you know, for for the majority of people, duh. Duh. Right, mm-hmm. I've got an iPhone, I've got an iPad, I'm gonna play Peggle, or I'm gonna play the next match three game that comes along, because that's all I know how to play. Angry or Birds, can't forget or the Or Angry phenomenon. Fucking Birds. Right, exactly. And, and, like, for most of us, that's the case. But mm-hmm. where the split comes is, like, you and me are like, we want to play Persona. I want to, like, I, I want to play a shmup. I want to play Chrono Trigger. You know, I don't want to sit there and just swipe, but the direction that this industry is taking, this is the type of game that is going to make or break, you know, these systems. If it even comes to games at all, because he makes a very good point in the article about saying that in addition to the game library and the game types that are on these mobile devices, it's the fact that you can make a phone call with them. Mm-hmm. And that's, and, and like, their are communication devices first and foremost and the DS and the PSP and later the Vita and the 3DS are not. Not for the moment. Now, I know Vita's going to have a 3G connection and it's going to have Skype and everything. But it's so not going to have
1: basic phone. You're not going to be able to text and call people from it. Like, regular cell phone.
0: Yeah, and 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 I think that for the price point, though, when you think about it, it leaves the 3DS behind even more as, like, really this is only a dedicated system because, like... And it, and I'm saying it has to do with capacitive touchscreens. It's harder to like to want to pull out a stylus and do all this shit nowadays, and to just type with your thumb.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, uh, you know, for you and me, that's fine. I don't give a shit. You I, I, right. Yeah, I I bought that thing for games. But like, how how much longer is this thing going to live? If if the if the industry is going in the way that it is, you know, how 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 far can Nintendo push this thing? Like, I honestly don't know. I feel like. Nintendo brought in the DS, right? And that changed the landscape. And now that the landscape has changed, people have jumped on it and taken it even f- further. And now Nintendo is sitting there trying to catch up. Like, kind of like I feel like it's doing with the Wii. Like, oh, you know, we got motion control. Well, now Kinect does it. Let me bite my tongue. I was about to say, now Kinect does it better. It doesn't. <laughs> Move does it better, but Move is not catching on. However, Connect is catching on.
1: Very true. Which, of course, the low like, it always seems like, in, in in my opinion, like the shittiest tech, the the one that doesn't really offer as complex or as in depth or as uh, interactive comparatively an in experience is the one that succeeds. You, know, you take like yeah. the dedicated portable gaming consoles, which can provide all these you know, uh, a plethora of uh, gaming experiences because of its establishment, because of its history, because of the power of the dedication of the system. You compare it to cell phone gaming, which is just, you know, five minutes here, five minutes there. Usually, in any game that's kind of touting itself as a full-fledged game, most likely is going to have a crutch somewhere that makes you not want to play it for that long you know all the shitty controls with touchscreen controls or it's really not that good because it's like the narrow, like say you want to play an RPG is oh, I'm going I'm playing this RPG on my cell phone and it turns out to be you know really crappy text because the you know it's done by like three guys in a basement and that third guy who's doing the text doesn't even speak english as his first language
0: <laughs> yeah and it's like i it's 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 going downhill it's it's one of those things where you... And I'm using you as an example because of, you know... uncle. Me White or and, you? You. You, okay, you Alfred. Mm-hmm. Like, you grew up watching, you know, your uncles play, you know, these games. Yep. Side-scrolling games. Games that require, like, buttons and dexterity and all that stuff. And for, you know, for, for all the lack of complex controls and analog sticks, there was still a, a, a measure of hardcore-ness to those games. And you grew up on that and you started to like those things and you still like those things as you were growing up and so as things became more and more complex, that's what fed you into like, oh wow, now I can do this. Now I can do that. For the people who aren't into games or or, or who are only passively into games as a kid because they were toys, like they're like, We want this to stay toys. We want this to stay distractions and stay simple. And so, you know, What's with these analog stick thingies? Why is it going into three D? Why do I have to worry about going like in and out and, and up and down and left and right instead of just jumping over holes? You know? Why do I have to worry about this stuff? This sucks. And then that's why that sucked the, the Wii sucked people back in, because it was simple and it was accessible, even though half the time like the games were shitty and didn't work and there was carnival games. Ugh. Um, <laughs> and then now like now those people are even older and they have even less time. But they have enough time on the bus to pull out words with friends or angry birds. Right, And so Mm. that's what they're going to give to their kids. It's like, oh, you're bored? Here, take this. And that's what those kids are going to grow up on. And those kids are going to think that that's what gaming is all about. Mm -hmm. And it's like, uh uh-oh. You know, all this shit is is, is dying down. It's, you know, and and I don't know that this is something that is going to be as cyclical as something like movies and music, where sometimes something that's old is new again, and things make a revival. Right. I mean, and... I don't know that this has longevity. Because Because of availability. Because of the availability and because of the additional attention span required to Mm. interact with this stuff. Because with a movie or music, you set it and you're watching it and you don't really have to put your brain into it because you're absorbing what they're giving you. Well, it depends.
1: If you're watching an older movie, I think that it takes a little bit more attention span really to kind of really get it and be intrigued and and to get something out of it such that you're interested in that type of film because i find myself like being at i you know i work for a company that broadcasts oh. older films i find it i find that i need to have a separate mindset when i'm watching something depending on whether it's from the 40s or from the 60s or from 2010
0: that's a very good point I actually meant more stuff along the lines of yo since the late 80s and the mid 90s we haven't had Johnny Matrix in such a fucking long time what happens we get the Expendables Mm -hmm. makes a little comeback we get a little bit of action hero stuff and that's great oh we haven't had you know I don't know uh, we haven't had like a Chuck Norris movie in a long time. W- what happens? Along comes Jason Statham, and I, I specifically say Chuck Norris because I'm talking about white dude doing kung fu. Yeah, it does make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and like uh, you know, it, things make slight revivals. You know, slightly altered, but they kind of come back a little bit. Um, and and I don't know that I would apply the same thing to music. You'd be more close to that because I haven't paid attention. They do to music.
1: that a lot. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, you get <clears throat> bands that do that classic rock thing. Nowadays, and I mean it's very, very few and far in between. But there'll be a band that does a classic rock feel, and they're big because right. they're kind of playing like the bands from the sixties right. and seventies. But or, you don't see that, like Jet. Jet right. is a uh, you know a band from what the late two thousands, and they're playing in the style of early nineteen seventy.
0: Right. Or you get something like like a a twenty uh, a, an a very young twenty-something-year-old in this day and age mm-hmm. will hear Pink Floyd and be like, "That shit is boss. That shit is awesome." Yep. Because some, sometimes that shit is timeless. Whereas a 15-year-old today who's been playing Angry Birds might pick up su- might pick up something like Super Mario Brothers and be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" True. Or might pick up some, pick something up like The Legend of Zelda. So You're like, "There's reading in this? Fuck that."
1: <laughs> Where's my touch controls?
0: Or like, or pick up something like. Jamestown, and be like, I can't, I, I it's can't. It's too hard. It's too hard. I don't want this shit. And like the the I, I, and this is this is purely conjecture. I realize that it's not it's not even anecdotal. So I'm not. I, this is just my paranoia, you know, um, that, that it's going to happen. And it's because like everything follow like a lot of things follow what the mainstream follows. And again, I just think it's it's the level of input that is required from us that that is the biggest deterrent of the games that you and I like. You know, it's like something's too complicated and you don't want to, you know, deal with it because that's not fun. Whereas to to us the fun is in the challenge, you know. The fun is in the mm-hmm. challenge of figuring it out, like like you were talking about demon souls. Um so I don't know. And the reason why this worries me the most about portable gaming is exactly what I said before, you and I have less and less time to sit at home and play them, but we have time on the train or time while we're waiting in the doctor's office or something to play like and gain a couple of levels in an RPG. And if that goes away, then we basically we basically have to email Ben Heck and tell him, please turn our 360 into a portable machine, <laughs> because <laughs> we can't play this shit anymore. Now, something that Jeff in this article says is, uh, it's it's a concession that I might be <sighs> that I might be willing to make only if it allows the hardware that you and I like to stay alive, and that is license the software out to iPhones and Android systems and tablets and all that shit. Yeah, it's not gonna work. I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. He says, well, he says, I'm willing to bet that Nintendo would sell many more copies of Super Mario World on the App Store than it ever could on the 3DS Store. I... I disagree. I don't know that I actually disagree 100% with that because Mm. uh, it it depends on how Nintendo does it. If Nintendo says, Super Mario World, $2.99... Yeah, I think that'll get some people to buy that shit. I think that'll get people who are younger, but who still who still have older people to influence them and say and and, and have that kind of like Mario is an icon from our cultural era mm-hmm. hanging over their heads. They might be like, ooh, and they might not care about the fact that you're using a virtual D-pad and buttons and it's going to suck. They they'll just yeah, and like,
1: you're not going to get very far once it gets tough.
0: Right? They'll just say, look at what I have running on my phone. Yeah, a novelty. For $3, right.
1: God. And, I mean, I think that would be more successful, quote-unquote, in terms of the hard number sales if it was $0.99. Cents. L- and that's and, obvious.
0: Yeah, and, and let's, let's not forget about the fact that I, like, I'm not the first to say this. I'm not the only one saying this. And, like, it took me a while to to, to, to really, you know, succumb to this. But, like, they're, they've been doing it wrong this entire time. Like, putting out Nintendo games bit by bit on the Wii Virtual Console. Mm-hmm just re- like like make more available as they come along but make more make more of them available with each shot and make it a subscription service or at least give us the option to to, to have it a subscription service because like you know they're gonna put they're, they're gonna spend time putting out like like converting or I don't know how much time it takes but whatever they're gonna spend time and effort to put out Solomon's key and who's gonna download it you me and that's about it <laughs> <laughs> like, who's like if they did this for the 3ds? Who's gonna want to download Wrecking Crew for two ninety nine individually? You, me, and that's it. <laughs> and it's like the iPhone model and the Android model has totally tipped shit on on the side because shit's ninety nine cents or free. It, or free. They don't need a subscription model because their shit's so cheap, but Nintendo is always insistent upon saying, yo, our shit be the big N, we got shit that you want, we're, we're, you know, we're us, we can still wear mustaches. So, you you're, you, give us eight, how much are Super Nintendo games on Virtual Console? Ten bucks? Eight. Eight bucks? You, You give us eight dollars for this old, old game, and we'll give you this old, old game. Don't, 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 don't. don't. Don't spend two more dollars on that new game on Steam. No, don't, don't. You want you, you want Axelay for $8. You don't want Jamestown for 10 And between you and me, that's a tough sell. I mean, not tough. It that, is. Between, between you and sell. me, that's a tough decision, I should say. Yeah. Because of I was That was the best example I could come up with because that's... Yeah,
1: a tough sell is the opposite of a tough decision. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm
0: sorry. Um, but it's like, you know not i'm not necessarily saying that they should put super mario world on the app store but maybe start rethinking how they distribute the stuff and how they price this stuff and how i've always complained about apple's walled garden system with their shit because like this is in the mobile phone space and like i don't like that lack of customization when it comes to this true and it's different for like the the a Nintendo DS because it's a dedicated gaming machine, and I don't care about customizing that. I care about customizing something that I want an OS for, like like a phone. Well, I, It's not even because it's a phone. It's because it's a mini-computer to me. And the DS is not a mini-computer. It's just play games, play games, play games. So I don't care about, you know, making, making sure that it's, you know, oh, you know, it's a walled garden. I'm fine with that, but at the same time, like... You know, they've historically had things with the third parties where it's just like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to impose these strict limitations on you, and, you know, we're in control, and we're Nintendo, we can do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at least with Android, and, and I th- I guess the, iTunes, the, the App Store is lightening up on this and has been lightening up on this in, in the last couple of years with regards to how strict they are with what gets put on the App Store. Like, Nintendo could... I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Maybe they're doing it. Maybe they're doing a better job than they were last time of promoting their new apps and like getting you interested in them. Because I just went on their eShop and I saw this thing called Pyramids, and it's a three D game. And I'm like, huh? I actually am somewhat interested in trying this out. And then I saw the price, and I was like, this is three ninety nine. I would get it if it was like a dollar or two.
1: Yeah, they don't sell anything for a dollar.
0: Yeah, and it's like, oh, except those Shrek Halloween videos.
1: No, no, no. Those are two.
0: Oh, oh, god.
1: And I was kind of. I'm, I'm. I'm still. On defense about getting this thriller one because I think it would be interesting, and it's only two dollars, yeah, but I don't want to keep it i would rather just watch I'd rather just be on Nintendo video, and only um the the monsters Inc one is on yeah. so far, which is actually pretty funny
0: yeah here here's the like the here's the scariest part of this stuff like we we can sit here and talk about that, and then like we can counter with oh yeah, but a cell phone costs you two hundred dollars, and then you have to get a cell phone contract. Um and then how much is a? We we went over this before, but I forget an iPod Touch is like what two hundred and fifty dollars or two
1: hundred. Um, I think some, it's two fifty for the eight gig. Uh,
0: I'll verify that. But like, y- you realize that like now you can get you can get an iPhone three GS for fifty dollars with yeah, but, a plan oof. with a plan. But like, if you're a parent or something like that, and you like your your brain is thinking about like the kind of the the phone service as kind of like a different like I, I feel like psychology affects this a lot. Like you look at a game system and you're like, wow, this Nintendo three D S is only hundred and seventy dollars. And then you forget about the fact that each game is forty dollars and then when that starts to pile up, it's like Jesus Christ. Like <laughs> my that's kid, how parents like, think yeah this is and how I never this... think about it like that. Right. But like but like it's pretty egregious when you think about it, though. They're they're forty dollars. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Like, I I know that there's a sense of self entitlement nowadays, and that's kind of like embarrassing. But that is still a lot of money. You know, it's always been a lot of money. The only reason why we don't think it's a lot of money is because we've been used to it.
1: Yeah. You know, and and, and it's not it's over the course of such a long time that you don't really right. feel the effects as much.
0: Right. But then, like, parents look at the iPhone and they say, $50 for this device. Games are 99 cents. And yes, I am paying for a contract and, like, I don't know how much at and contract costs for, like, a kid to add an iPhone 3GS to the family plan or whatever, but, like, that's, like, that's a monthly cost that also goes into making sure that my kid is alive at 10 p.m. so that they can call me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of a different thing. You know, so it, they can kind of justify that, and frankly, I I guess that's fair. Yeah. So so now now the iPhone somehow is at least from perception undercutting the market leader in portable gaming prices, Nintendo. And now okay. that's like like what are you gonna do? Like how are they gonna you know? And I I feel like the one saving grace that Nintendo has over Sony is is, is, is its brand. In, in terms of family-friendly, portable space, like yo, you got you got a plumber with a mustache that everyone knows who he is. You know, you, you, like kids nowadays will take a look at Jesus and they'll either say that it's like Mario or someone else with facial hair. That's popular. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, or or is that the guy from Family Guy who who had the bird 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 record, the bird is the word record? I don't know. But like, I don't know. I I I, I don't know what the answer is, but. I would be loath to actually see this come to light. Like as much as much sense and I'm putting quotes around that word. As much sense as that makes. Like, I think there are still enough people out there, like like you and me and your uncles and everybody who's on a community like One Up or like Giant Bomb or whatever. The same type of people who are playing Jamestown on Steam, the same type of people who are fucking downloading cryostasis on PC, you know, and still buying video cards, that's a super niche market. That is really niche. And I have no idea how they continue to make money on that, but apparently they are because they're still making games. True. Like these weird people these weird people, these weird developers and development teams like in Eastern Europe making, like, The Witcher 2 and making Cryostasis and and, and like, I don't know what the mobile phone landscape is like in Japan. Like they were the ones who got these fancy schmancy phones before we did, and yet they still would sell portable si- video game systems and drones because that's part of their culture. Like, I feel like there's still enough of that to go around. Where when you say it's time to call it quits, no, I'm not ready for that yet, and I don't think the world is, but it's certainly in danger. So this is a call to arms: buy portable games. I don't. <laughs> I don't
1: and know. portable gaming systems. Yeah. And if, uh, for reference, the iPod Touch eight gig is two hundred.
0: Okay, so th- it's creeping.
1: And the 32 gig uh, is 300 but it's on sale at Amazon right now for 275
0: I just, you know, I, I wonder if this industry can, like, multi-tier itself. And it's the, the one thing that I've always said that differentiates it from movies and music is that, the, that it, it, it introduces the element of the platform where DVDs, uh, I shouldn't say, movies and music are kind of platform independent at this point. Oh, yeah. You can watch that shit in a browser these days, you know? whereas you know with oh i should say i should this is this is another addition to the danger pot music movies and casual games are platform independent
1: i mean of
0: casual games like i can play angry birds on chrome true i could play angry birds on probably well not yet but like you can imagine a future where eventually you're going to be able to play something like angry birds on any system that can run graphics and gives you an input because it doesn't require 3D graphics. And when I say 3D, I mean polygonal, not, you know, shitty 3D. Mm-hmm. It doesn't require um, buttons and analog sticks or triggers. It doesn't require any of that complex stuff. It doesn't require a complex mentality to absorb. It goes back to the accessibility thing. So that becomes platform independent. And and goddamn Chrome Store, goddamn you for sucking me into Plants vs. Zombies again on my browser as if I didn't have enough places to play it, you know. But you can't stick Skyward Sword in a browser today, and no. Nintendo would never allow that. Nope. So, and, and that's why it's like, well, you know, these platform holders are competing and, 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 you know, this is where Pete would jump in and say, one console future, you know. <laughs> and I don't disagree with the idea that it is better. I disagree with the idea that it's realistic, because it's either going to be a, a multi-console future, or it will go away in favor of Angry Birds.
1: In favor of what?
0: Angry Birds. Oh yeah, be- because these companies they don't want to throw in the- they they don't want to change. There's going to be what- no
1: competition, not no competition, but there's going to be, there's going to be no serious like competition to the level that it is now between Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo.
0: Right, and like when there is competition, because there is competition, there's never going to be a single platform because right. someone's always going to want to say, "Well, I got this shit. Let me invent something."
1: Mm-hmm. And I, you know, it's funny. I I'm going to call it reverse competition, <laughs> <laughs> but it seems like maybe when you get to the iP- the iPhone and, you know, casual game, uh, Android-ish kind of environment, it's almost like a reverse conversation where you're not competing to make games more complex and more graphically pleasing, mm-hmm. but instead you're competing to make games simpler and yeah. more appealing to the common denominator. Because, yeah. you know, a game like Infinity Blade, apparently has really good graphics. I had never played it because I don't have an iPhone or iPod.
0: It looks really amazing and that's about it. It looks really amazing and yeah. granted,
1: you know, p- putting aside the fact that it's just pattern recognition punch out kind of game, you don't see a game like that outside of iPod Touch. Mm. Uh, good point. I, yeah. Haven't, yeah. I haven't seen a game on Android that has like 3D graphics like that.
0: Right. And, and, and the thing is, I think we know it's capable of it. We just haven't, se- like, the, the we just haven't seen it evidence of it. So, Right. Can't and see for sure.
1: Because I've seen, like, uh, I think Gun Brothers is a 3D game. And it's not super 3D, but it's there. Um, Need for Speed Shift is a 3D game, mm. racer. It runs really well on my phone. And, you know, these games are expensive, actually. Uh, I, I caught Need for Speed Shift on sale, but the original price for Need for Speed Shift was, like, 10 bucks or something like that. I'm, like, I'm not paying 10 bucks. for this. Ugh. I think I got it for like 99 cents. The only yeah. reason why, I, and then, of course, the mentality is, oh, it's a cell phone game. Yeah, I'm not going to pay any more than a dollar for it anyway, Yeah. even if it is
0: a great game. You know, it's funny. Like, I go to the Amazon App Store, and they have that whole free, day, free app every day thing, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And I have downloaded maybe maybe 40, 30 or 40 games to this point from the really? Amazon App Store. Just because it's free? Just because they're free. And the bulk of them are Match 3, Tower Defense, all the, like, like word games, all this stuff that's just, like, this doesn't tickle me the way that the games that I play do. This doesn't interest me. This is just there. And I'm downloading it because it's free, and one day I'll take the dive and say, let's see what this is all about. Let's see if, you know, this is sustainable, like, like what kind of people are playing these things, and what are people playing. And it's just like, mm-mm. Like, I am I, I just can't. Like, I, I can't bring myself to be interested in it. Like, I try. And the only ones that I'm playing, Plants vs. Zombies and Peggle. It Wars with Friends, notwithstanding, because to me, like, it's a video game, yes, but it's not.
1: Yeah, I don't even play Wars with Friends anymore. Um,
0: But it's, you know, it's, it's tough. I don't know, like, if a company like Nintendo, which is big and slow-moving, in my opinion, for every... They're slow-moving, once they innovate on the hardware, they slow-move on the platform itself. And just, you know adapting to the times, I I don't know what they're going to do. Like, this price slash to me was such a huge, like, what? I've never seen them do something like that like for a system that's supposed to be this like successful. And I, you know, it's because it's following in the DS line that I'm just so surprised, you know? You'd think that a, a, game, a game system with the DS branding on it wouldn't see that type of a slash, but it is. And I'm not saying that it's because of the portable space on mobile platforms, but people might see it that way. Mm-hmm. My head hurts. <laughs>
1: uh, are we uh, done? Well, the, hor- the horse
0: is, like, like bruised and battered. I don't know if you want to beat it up a little bit more.
1: Uh, I just wanted to bring up something that I just picked up off of Kotaku, and the comments are really funny. Um, Capcom basically announced release dates for Ashura's Wrath and uh, Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Hmm the main thing to focus on in, in this particular conversation is Assure's Wrath. It's releasing February 21st. Uh, now, reading the comments, February 21st seems to be the worst day that Assure's Wrath could come out. Not the not the day, but just that region of February. Uh, and these are reasons why. One comment says Fantasy XIII 2 is January 31st. You No Kuni in Tales of Graces are early 2012. Uh, Vita's coming out in February. Let's see, another comment's talking about Street Fighter Across Tekken. Uh oh. Mass Effect Three is coming out oh. in the early two thousand twelve, I think January. Uh Devil Survivor two, Grand Knights History, uh Diablo 3 is coming out sometime early next year, probably.
0: Oh yeah, that thing.
1: And um <laughs> and somebody put this really funny comment. It's like I saw February twenty first and I was like, and it's got this um uh JPEG of it looks like Kenshiro from um, uh, Fist of North Star I was about to say who no which that's what it is anyway but um, this is the damn it that's not the image that I was looking for uh, let me actually go pick up the image itself and pick I it can even... it up. pick it up fuck alright you know what fine I'll just take the URL and uh, I'll shorten it for fun and <laughs> that's nah fuck shorten it here <laughs> take that and look at that. And he was like, "I saw a favorite person name was like,
0: oh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, uh? <laughs>
1: exactly." <laughs> and he said, "It's gonna have to wait because Mass Effect 3 and Street Fighter Cross take are away bigger priorities." The like, good thing I'm not a Max Payne fan, nor am I super hyped for Silent Hill Downpour. Otherwise, March 6 would have been extra sucky.
0: This is and... how behind I am in shit. You just reminded me that I want to play Silent Hill Shattered Memories on week. Oh boy, mother shitter.
1: Uh, and then somebody else says Ninja Gaiden three in January if I'm not mistaken. Oh my god. And it's like, you know it makes me forget that holiday season is upon us. November is only what three days away now. And mm. that begins the November big hits month, which is like what, Skyward Sword, Assassin's Creed Revelations. Um uh that that game that's coming out on the eighth that other games come out on the 11th, meaning Modern Warfare 3, Skyrim, and then you, you we're moving into the 3DS games that come out, so Mario 3D Land, and Mario Kart 7, and uh, it's just ridiculous that there's that glut, and then in January there's the second glut, and now in February there are games that are coming out, but people are not going to pay attention to them because they're too busy playing the high... the, the a triple plus games. So, you know, I'm going to be playing Mass Effect three when it comes out. Mm. I'm probably only going to be playing that. And
0: I need know, to get I'm... back into Mass Effect two.
1: <laughs> and see, and then you know, knowing Mass Effect three is so close it makes me want to go and you know play through Mass 2. Effect one. Yeah. Or I, I, since I've reformatted everything, I don't even know if I have my saves. But I hope I do because they do save them somewhere else, and I did back them up. But. um If I don't have my saves, i got to play through Mass Effect 2. Well, 1 and 2 again, so I can have my save perpetuate. And on top of that, I didn't get the good ending in Mass Effect 2. I have to actually do that again, because I really don't want to go into Mass Effect 3 with the... It's it's not a bad ending, it's just that you lose people at the end if you make the wrong decisions. And um, I know what decisions I should have made... And I made them just you know, the wrong decisions just because I was like, I gotta finish this game. I don't know what to do, and that just you know, whatever. Robert. So uh, yeah, that's that's all I wanted to mention about the the impending game purchasing crisis. And you know, it doesn't help me that I I really can't really buy stuff for myself anymore. <laughs> um, coming, you're starting yesterday, <laughs> right? So uh, he was hoping that I can at least get uh Assassin's Creed and Skyward Sword on the cheap. New eggs already selling or pre-order selling pre-orders for Assassin's Creed for like 47.98, but I'm going to hold on to the hope that
0: you like 47.98, holy shit.
1: that there's there's going to be a, a significant kind of price drop or something. Or maybe I'll just go and get it with uh, the hope of a buy one get one half off, you know, Toys R Us is going to do that. Right buy Assassin's Creed full price get Skyward Sword half off or uh, the legendary buy one get one five dollars which I still haven't opened Need for Speed Hot Pursuit you know Ugh. curse me <laughs> Jesus but I did finish Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions
0: yeah and that that's the one that I, that I personally like just me like that's the one that I would have opened up first too
1: yeah um. and I just feel like now I have nobody to play with even though there are probably still people playing Hot Pursuit like nobody always playing it right
0: I just okay. want to get it on Steam now, because I'm... Oh, speaking of which... What? Store.
1: There's nothing special. It's I, know, I know,
0: I know. I just want to see how much it is. Hot Pursuit. Oh, oh, Hot Pursuit. 20 bucks on Steam. And NBA 2K12, since we're not going to have a fucking basketball season, is, at last I checked, was 30 bucks instead of 60 on consoles. And I'm so tempted to get that.
1: Wow, really? Yeah. Because uh, but the fact that there's no season?
0: Yep. No, 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 not not. The pricing is not because of that. My interest in it is because of that.
1: Normally, no, no, like, no, no, no. I'm saying the game is thirty dollars because of the fact that there's no season.
0: Right. That's what I'm saying. That's not what it is.
1: Oh, oh. I'm okay, saying
0: okay. my interest in it is because uh, I am not going to get a season. Like huh? my interest in it is because I'm not going to get a season of basketball.
1: Oh, oh, yes, yes, I understand that. And I was saying I that I just thought that that was also related. I'm right. like, wow, no, that's nice of them. Yeah.
0: I was saying that I. Uh, I was just going to say that I don't, like, after 2004, I stopped buying basketball games every year. Mm-hmm. And so you bought one last year? I bought last year's because last year's was really fucking good and it had Michael Jordan in it. Mm. Um, but this this year's has Michael Jordan and all the other stars. And it's just like, well, especially this year with me not having a basketball season, like, I don't want to go back to last year's. Like, it's a, it's a stupid mentality that everybody uses to buy new sports games. I don't want to go back to last year's Monsters. Yeah, but I like, know. And but that's, like,
1: that's the reason why I haven't played uh, yeah. uh, NFL Ten in since. Yeah.
0: But Two K Sports really does like with these last two games have has really done a good job of improving these games, like mm. in the last three years. Which damn shame they can't make NFL Two K X X X X X. Yeah, I know. Which reminds me, Amazon dot com NBA Two K Eleven. Trade this. In for a gift card for how much? $6. Not terrible.
1: Really? Not it's terrible. Probably better than you can get from GameStop, GameStop which would be like, oh, like we don't take it. 99 cents.
0: Yeah, or, or like a dollar or we don't take it anymore.
1: Yeah, and now they have 50% on bonus, the 50% bonus, that trade bonus on all trades for like this weekend or something. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah, Um, 50%. Oh, wait. This looks like it might only be at the store that I go to. <laughs> Why do they do that? It's not even my store. It's like the last store I bought something from, and they call it my store. Yeah.
0: Well, the one thing before we sign off is like with the Amazon trade and stuff. I mm-hmm. sent in a whole bunch of old games that didn't, I didn't. I sent in Daytona USA for Dreamcast, and they Word. took it for like two dollars. Um, and the entirety of my Battlestar Galactica DVD set because I don't care enough about that show to keep DVDs, and I accumulated like. Oh, I don't know. And it's on
1: Netflix streaming.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not gonna be there forever. I realize that, but I just don't care about that show anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. I I, I accumulated like thirty-five dollars in Amazon gift card stuff, and like, it's not like value-wise, that's that's so much more than I could have gotten at something like GameStop. But it's like I can use this money. You can do that, and I can use this money for fixing my computer. Yep. Which I just bought a motherboard, and I'm gonna see if I can fix it.
1: How do you send it back again?
0: So. They only take certain items. If you see an item on your shelf that you want to send back, you look it up on Amazon and they will have tr- it. If, if they'll take it, it will have a link. Uh, and, and let me see. Um, so I'm looking at NBA 2K, right? NBA 2K uh, video game, and it says buy new, buy new price, 37 new and used, and then it'll say in stock. Then it'll give the rating, mm-hmm. then it'll give the ESRB rating, and then underneath the ESRB rating, it'll give you a link that says trade in this video game item for an Amazon gift card. Similar format applies for like movies and music. Oh, I don't think music, but for movies and other things that you can sell back, um, like your consoles. So you click that link, and it'll show you how much it's worth. And then you click uh, the trade in button, and it'll add it'll add it to like a trade in queue that you kind of have sitting in there. Um, and you can keep on adding things to that queue as much as you want, um, with the knowledge that in a day the value could change. So you got to be careful about that. Like, Mm -hmm. I I put in a whole bunch of shit, like, on a Tuesday, and then I went back on Wednesday, and, like, each thing that I put in, like, devalued by, like, 5 cents or 10 cents or something. So, if you're not careful, that could happen. Um, And then it's... I think it's hard to get to your trade-in queue, but I think if if you just, like, go to... I don't know. Like, if you go to video games, like, it'll say trade-in store, and then your trade-in account somewhere. And I think you can get to it somewhere on your account. It's not the easiest thing to get to, but you can get there... And like you can just keep adding it to a queue. It's kind of like when you're when you're using Windows Explorer to burn a CD, you kind of just add shit to a folder, and then like it's hard to get to that folder again. Ah. Uh. Um. So it's a little annoying. But um. And then once you once you say yes, I'm willing to send this, you tell them this is in. This is in uh, pristine or this is in great or good or average condition. Yeah,
1: I'm actually on that page right now for Driver 3. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm looking at my nice. Driver 3. Like, you know, yeah, this is uh, all, all it's got is it's what the fuck? <laughs> it's, got, <laughs> it's got a GameStop sticker on it, but on the back it says Freedom Fighters Xbox. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. But, like, yeah, so you could do that, and then once you, like, the, the, the best thing to do is to just put the value at the highest as you can, just by default. And mm-hmm. then they will say, Do you want, a, if we find that the item is not in the condition you described, do you want us to ship it back to you or do you want to just give you a lower price? And it's just like, dude, I'm probably ripping you guys off anyway, so just give me the lower price. Like, that's what I do. <laughs> like, even if, even if something had, like, even if like, my DVD box set had, like, a scratch on it, I'll just put pristine and maybe they won't notice it, you know? Mm-hmm. And if they do, fine. You know, give me the value. I don't want it anymore. Don't ship it back to me. Then they will give you a prepaid shipping label. You got to get your own box. You put that shit in a box and throw it out the window. No, you put that shit in the box and you put the label on and then you take it to UPS and it ships it off.
1: Ah, so they send you the packing materials and you don't pay the shipping.
0: No, 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 no. They send you the label, but you have to get your own box.
1: Ah, they send you the label, but you have to get your own box. Well, then I probably have a box line. And then,
0: like, it takes about a week or two... uh, It takes about a week to process and then they automatically add it to, like, uh, an online gift card account, which is basically just, like... Store credit. And then the, they deduct money from that account automatically, so you don't have to remember to do it um, whenever you make a purchase. Mm. So the the downside is that you, it, it's a lot of, all right, got to get a box, i got to ship this, I'm going to have to wait for it. The upside is that, you know, you, at the very least, you can see what the trade-in value is before you do it. And you can do the same thing at GameStop, but you have to get in line, and you have to get the things checked out, and then they'll tell you how much it is, and you're like, no, I don't want it, and you've wasted a trip. Um, mm. you can spend the money on whatever you want, not just video games, and it's, you know, it's 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 good. <laughs> I like it.
1: Wait, I think I'm looking at... Oh, whoops, I was looking at the wrong thing. Ha ha, ha I clicked the wrong link. I, I don't think you sell, trade this game in. Because, uh, what I was looking at was sell on Amazon. <laughs> Duh. Right. Because then I was looking at the next step, and I'm like, um... Why does it look like I'm trying to sell this game to somebody? No, I want to sell it to Amazon. Right. Oh, well. I don't see a trade in anything on the listing itself, so I guess you can't.
0: Oh, if you have, and, and this is where I was stupid for throwing away the box, but I could have theoretically gotten 90 bucks for my DSi XL if I kept the box. Wow. wow. But when you don't keep the box, it goes. the value goes down to like 20 bucks.
1: Damn. I just threw away the box from my uh, DS. Not that I was going to sell it. But right. Still. Um which which oh, makes... I see the trade in yeah, okay, sorry. I, I guess I'm just gonna throw away this driver three. <laughs> I hate throwing away games, but I've been doing it. Wait,
0: them. why are you throwing it away again? Because the... it doesn't work
1: on my three sixty.
0: No, but like why like the trade in value is not enough for you to
1: There is no trade in for this game. Oh. You'd have to the only option is to sell it like through Amazon and Right, I'm as a as a seller and
0: not not as a returner. Right. Oh. That's sad. Anyway It is. I think we should talk about where we live on the internet. Yeah, why not? Let's do that. We live... You can find each one of us at drygames.net on the internet. Al, where can we find you? Where do you live?
1: I live in various places, I guess. Uh, You can find me on Twitter, twitter.com slash dredmage. Twitter.com slash dredmage. Um, There's xlm2k.blogspot.com, which I'll update sometime.
0: And what about your band?
1: Oh yeah. I have a band and uh He has a band. That site is uh R O C A F U E R T E Musica with Ne at the end. Mm-hmm dot com.
0: Mm-hmm. 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 So and you can find their album Vuelo Letal, which means Lethal Flight. I learned that because Al knows Spanish. But On the Amazon dot com barely Amazon dot com MP three downloads list. Make sure te- that make sure that you choose MP three downloads there's other places it.
1: too: iTunes, uh, Spotify, Zune. Uh, supposed to be Rhapsody, but who knows? Uh, anywhere where your digital media is served, you should find us. Excellent,
0: Pete. Where do you live? twittercom slash Riven. That's R Y V V N. R Y V V N. And if you like don't you? alcoholics talking about video games and movies, you should follow me on Twitter. Follow <laughs> him on Twitter at ryvvn.com/slash/twitter.net. And that's yes. the only place I live. No, no other that's place That's the only place to live. No other place is important. Okay. And you can find me, obviously, at Mr. Chupon on Twitter. It's at MrChupon with an O, not a zero. Uh, you can also, obviously, visit us at TryGames.net at TryGames.net, which we rarely update, but one day I will. Uh, you can also visit me at uh which is nonsense and has nothing to do with video games, but it could. Uh, And that's all the places that I live. Email, 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 email. Email us at mailbag at trygames.net, M-A-I-L-B-A-G at trygames.net, or you could spell it the wrong way, M-A-L-E. And you can also visit friends of the site. You can visit our friend Maurice at everyonelovesdinosaurs.com, the other Austin out in the world because there are only two of us and we're both Austin at austindlight.com. Light is spelled the appropriate way, like a light bulb. And you can visit Brian Fishman, friend of the site, Doctor, and he will save your fucking life as long as you go to his blog, which is called DrFishyPants.com. Also friend of the site, we've got James Dendy Connor at www.gamesjames.com. That's www.gamesjames.com. Not just one game, but multiple games. And there's also our friend Alex and Gary from That Game Podcast, which is conveniently www.thatgamepodcast.com. That's where we live. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I I I actually think that that was a pretty poor uh, uh, segue because it's gonna say, "We live, you can find us each and." <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that worked out. You
1: have to keep that in mind. Oh man! See, I keep forgetting to talk about when I talk about all the Atlas games I have. Like I never mention all the Atlas games I have. Mm. I have uh, Radiant Historia. Historia oh god! For, d- for DS. Yes.
0: What is that again? Is that is that is that like just a regular RPG or is that tactical RPG or what?
1: It's a regular RPG but it has like time travel elements or something like that. Oh,
0: I see. Okay, well you guys know where we live now. Um, we're about mm-hmm. to sign off, but before we sign off, I want to ask Al. Any last what? words? Any hmm. No. And last word? no. 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 Never.
1: Okay. Pete. Never.
0: Pete, where are you? Pete is like in the n- in the nether regions of somewhere, but he's somewhere. Yep, um, yep. So yes. Anyway, uh, with that, that has been Al over there. Yep, that has been me. And that has been you, and I have been me. You and have been you. I've I've been me for for a long time now, and uh, we'll see you like in another two weeks or some shit. I've been Austin. I never your host. I'm, I, I just realized I never said that this is Al and this is Austin at the beginning of the podcast. Well, there you go. You know who we are yeah, now.
1: You know who we are. 220 fucking episodes. <laughs> if not, you better recognize. Go better. listen to episode one. Best podcast since the first one.
0: If you don't know, better ask somebody and shit. All right, we if go If you on. don't know, now you know. Now you know.
1: Sinkies.